Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 67 of the Clockwork Cantina. How are we all doing out there today? I am one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is our other host of this awesome show. And I'm DT3. What's going on, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm excited Hi, for today's Baba. show. Hi, Derper in the chat there. Good to see you guys. Hello, hello, um, hello. Man, I'm excited today. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, but first, yep. let's go over yes, what we've been up to uh, this past, past week. week. Yes, sir. So, so, yeah. Daniel and I have been up to a lot of the same things. So, <laughs> as, as usual, I've been up to a lot of uh, movie watching and uh, that sort of thing. Um, so, let's go ahead and start off. So, uh I uh forgot if I mentioned this last time, but we beat control and we started Tomb Raider on stream. So Tomb Raider's been a lot of fun. Been having that is a it's a great time. A great time that that game. I'm really, really enjoying it so far. As of right now, as of this recording, there's four episodes up on the on the YouTubes. On the YouTubes. YouTube. Uh, so check that out. Uh, it's been it's been a it's been a really 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 great great game so far. I'm really enjoying it. I honestly can't wait to get back to it tomorrow. Really? I've been playing that. Uh, watched the wreck or record or whatever that Spanish horror movie, which was pretty interesting. I'd never seen it. Uh, so that was pretty cool. And then that same night. We started watching Mulan, but then my power went out. So uh, I watched what I could of that. Yeah, but then I couldn't. I couldn't stay around for the rest. But hope you, yeah, that was, hope that was good for everybody watching that for the first time. Uh, played some more of the Avengers game because um, they came out with the new Hawkeye update. Hawkeye is pretty fun to play as, um, but unfortunately, once you play through the main like couple missions that the new that they add with the new character, you're kind of in the same spot they used to be with the game, which is like, there isn't really a whole lot to do, you know? Um, but, but you know, it's fun to play as the characters when they first drop. Um, watched the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the first episode. Um, very excited to see where they take things uh, with, with Bucky's character and also uh, Falcon's. Uh, and especially with that reveal at the end of that first episode, no spoilers, of course, but uh, we will be talking about this show at some point when it's all over. We'll, we'll get in, we'll make we'll make an episode about all this and, and we'll talk about it. Uh, play a little bit of Vermintide too. Uh, that game is a, a good time as well. I haven't played it in a, in a, in a while, but uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a whole lot of fun. Uh, four player co op type dealio. Where you're fighting hordes and stuff, good stuff. Uh, re get in in preparation for uh Godzilla versus Kong here, which is what next week, I think. I yeah, I'm not sure. Which is next week? <laughs> uh, I we rewatched the Godzilla 2014, which to be honest, what my little Godzilla 2014 is one of those movies that like. Every time I watch it, I love it more and more. 
because I remember watching it for the first time in the theater back in 2014, and I didn't hate it, but I was like, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna go dive into a little bit of a little bit of spoiler territory here. So if you haven't seen Godzilla 2014, you're 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 being warned. It's gonna be very quick, but I. Godzilla 2014 is one of those movies that, like, again, I liked when I first watched it, but, like, it's one of those movies where they kind of wait to show you Godzilla, you know? So you mm-hmm. don't really get to see him fully until, like, you know, uh, I want to say it's, like, an hour into the, or halfway through the movie or something. And, like, you know, it's cool and stuff, which I appreciate now, but at the time... When it first came out, I was like, dude, I just want to watch Godzilla beat the shit out of these monsters. And every time they would show you Godzilla beating up these monsters, it would like cut away and you'd see like a version of it on the TV with the you know with the news or whatever. So I was like, what the fuck the fuck, man? Like I want to see this fight. But like each time I've seen it since then, like I've really learned to appreciate that movie. And I and I actually really enjoy that movie. Like I I think the the last rewatch that I did, I probably enjoyed it more than I ever have. It's I think it's a fucking awesome, I think it's a great movie. <laughs> which i know a lot of people will be like oh it's kind of you know boring and whatever but i i don't know man i i really like it because then once godzilla hit, hits him with the uh the atomic fucking breath you're like oh baby it's it's just great watching him fight the mutos man it's so it's so good but anyway uh spoilers for uh godzilla 2014 are over but i just want to bring that up real quick because we, we, we watched that and we watched king of the monsters which to be honest king of the monsters is probably still my least favorite of the three I just, I could get into that. We talked, we, we actually made an episode about it, uh, I believe a year or two ago, two years ago when that came out, right? So go I check that I... out. Check that out on our playlist. I believe it was a 2019 movie. Go go check that out see what we thought about it. It's still it's still my least favorite of the three just because there's, uh, to say the least, there's a lot going on in that movie. And I'll leave it at that. But anyway, did that. Uh, I played a little bit of Red Dead Online again. Just, just for a little bit, because I was like, well, the new pass is out, so let me see what's available. I logged in. I had a couple treasure maps that I did, and then, you know. Then I played a little bit of Green Hell, because we hadn't played that in a little bit. So, yeah, a few of us played that, and uh, it was fun, but uh, we didn't get to do a whole lot. And then, speaking of which, continuing on our Godzilla watch, we did uh, Kong Skull Island, which I really like. I think that movie's awesome. I, it, it might be my favorite one of the three. Godzilla Kong movie so far, really really good, really really enjoyable. Uh, yeah, and then after that we decided to watch Black Panther because uh, Amber had you know a friend of ours Amber had seen it, so I was like, well, just throw it up and watch it, check it out. Yep. It was my first time watching that movie since Chadwick had passed away, and it was it was something. Uh, but finally last night uh got to play some City of Mist, which is the uh, role-playing game uh you know kind of noir superhero focused kind of thing and i really had fun with that that was awesome i uh to me it's it's uh more enjoyable than let's say like something like D or something because it's more narrative focused for me like i I just prefer like when i play a role-playing game i like to role-play so i prefer that instead of like fucking you know having to 
worry about numbers and levels and you know all this other shit that D D has which you know i'm not trying to shit on D D, but i'm just saying like i yeah i i like something for me like city of mist is more enjoyable because it's more role play narrative you know like on this you know fucking improv on the spot kind of kind of deal so that that's kind of what i like um so i really enjoyed city of mist so i definitely if you're if you're watching this or listening to this and uh, you're, you you like some role playing and you never tried City of Mist, I 150% recommend it because it is a it was a blast. It was a great time. I really had fun with it. I'm I would be I would be more than happy to play it again because it was a lot of fun. Um, and then finally we played some uh, golf with friends, golf with your friends because I hadn't played that in a while, and that was pretty fun too. I won it a couple games, which was happy, which I was happy about, and then I lost a couple because you know I like to take risks uh but it was great it was great i have have fun but yeah that's pretty much what i've been up to the past week it's yeah good good all right yeah um most of the stuff that daniel did i did as well i watched uh wrecked the uh found footage horror movie was a pretty good time with some friends uh i watched all of mulan and it's the first uh, the animated version of mulan that daniel missed out on because of his power situation unfortunately but yeah the whole uh, the whole block ran out of power and the you know what was weird about that too is like the power like kept going on and off i swear it like kept coming on and off like seven times in a row i think dude like it was just like i was like i'm not even gonna turn anything on because it's gonna turn right back off i was like fuck all yeah. this. I'm, I'm just done for the night you know <laughs> it was after after we watched that horror movie too that's what's funny um yeah. Uh. So yeah, it'd been the first time I'd watched the animated version of Mulan, and I want to say a couple years. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um. Still, still a good movie. I love the music. Love the story. I just love Mulan. That's a good, good, good Disney movie right there. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Watched the first episode of that with the gang. Um. Was good. Very interested in see where it goes, especially with the little twist there at the end. So we will see. We're obviously going to do an episode on that, so I'm not going to deep dive too much on it. Um, <clears throat> I also i uh, I missed the first movie uh, that Daniel and uh, them watched, uh, the Godzilla stuff. I missed most of that, but I woke up in time to watch Black Panther, um, which I hadn't seen. I'd also been the first time I'd watched it since uh, Chadwick's passing, and that movie hits different, uh, knowing that now. Uh, Absolutely. I still, still love it. Still enjoy it. Music's dope. Um, still a good time. And then I was the master of ceremonies for City of Mists, which means I was the person running the game, and I really enjoyed it as well. Um, it was fun to take a, um, a, uh, more narrative approach in a, in a, in a tabletop role-playing game, which, I mean, we do that with D&D, but City of Mist is way more focused on it, right? Like, like, yeah. if you can think of a way to use your ability then you can do that. Like, like it's not, it's you're not, you know, locked in with numbers and all this stuff. Like, all you need is like two d six in your in your power tags and and uh, as we learn more about City of Mist, because I'll be honest with you, this game's probably not going to go away from me. We're probably going to check it out more. Uh, we will talk about it more on the show as well as we learn more about it. But um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, we got the we got the screw around with a lot of accents you know i'm pretty sure i went from boston to chicago to to new york all in one character at one point so it was uh it was a lot of fun uh playing uh playing uh 
City of Mist, uh, and I got to play with a crew I don't usually get to play with. I mean, I have Daniel as usual, and I had Tyler as usual, but I had I had Mongoose, Maggie, our friend Maggie was there. We had uh, our good friend Paul was there, who was usually a DM for his own D&D stuff, but he got to take the role of a player for a little bit. So it was nice for him to get to get in there and play a game, and it was just fun. It was just fun. I had a lot of good time with that. A lot of great improv there. And then uh, I also played golf with friends, and boy, did I suck. So we're going to leave it right there. <laughs> it was fun, but man, do I stink at that game. <clears throat> and yeah, that's what we've been up to, uh, guys, for this past week. Um, let us know what you've been up to in the chat there, if you have anything interesting to share with us. But if that is all we have for that, Daniel, let's hit the news, my friend. Let's get into it then. Let's go. All right. First piece of news we have here. Uh, D&D is releasing a new game, and it's called Dark Alliance. Dark, Dark Alliance. Alliance. D&D-themed brawler that feels a bit like Gears of War. Uh, if you click on the link there, Josh, I believe there's a, hmm. yeah, there's, there's a video right there. So you can mm -hmm. check that out. Throw it up for the loud. good folks. Yeah. So... Beholder right there at the start. I mean, but ah. giant, you know, all, all your all your typical D D monsters and creatures and whatnot. Yeah. And it looks pretty uh pretty neat. It'll be fun you to know? get a gang together and, and play with friends. And you know play some D D, yeah. Some some dark alliance. <laughs> the monsters whooping him off, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, have you seen this yet or no? No, I mean I uh, I have um I saw this was announced, but I haven't watched like the video mm. at all or even read into it. Gotcha. Uh, because I, because listen, this is the type of game that's right up our alley, right? Like it's co-op, yeah. It's D and D. It's it's you know it's that it's that thing. Like, right. I don't need to watch a trailer or even read about it to know that we're probably going to end up playing this at some point. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, but I definitely am interested in it. It looks really, really good. Yeah, um, I mean, it looks fun. Dungeons and Dragons, Dark Alliance. I think there's been Six. these types of games before, but I've never really played them. So we have a release date for this as well. It's available to pre-order for PS4, PS5, Xbox One X, Xbox Series X, and Steam. And it shows here at the bottom. And it's uh, available for pre-order now. Like I said, it's going to be releasing on June 22nd of this year. So that's yeah. pretty cool. There's actually a lot of D&D &D video games in the works. That's so. not too far away, man. That's like, it's literally like three months from today. Like literally today in three months, this game will release. Yeah. Cool. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm about it. I'm about it. It looks. It looks like it could be like it could be a fun time. So, I'm. I'm always into uh, something like that where we can all hang out and kick ass together and you know have fun with. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a reboot uh, of the classic. Gotcha. But it says here in the Polygon article. Okay. Okay. So I knew I had heard the name Dark Alliance before. That's pretty neat. Pretty neat. Oh, the pricing gonna be about forty bucks too. That's that's nice. Yeah. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. They're gonna have like 40. a steelbook version that's like sixty, but like they have like a basic game, it's forty bucks. 
That's not bad then. That's pretty good. I see. I didn't know that. That's what I didn't know. That's that's pretty great. That's man. that's cool. That's cool. That is that is really cool. That is really really cool. Mm-hmm. Very very nice. Any other uh, useful uh, cool bits of information in here? Let's, let's see. Uh, besides the release I... date, besides I mean, I'd imagine it'll well judging by that trailer there. Uh, it'll be what, like four player co op? I yeah, I believe so. I believe that's what the old Dark Alliance was. Okay, yeah, because I know I haven't played the old one, so I don't know. Built from the ground up to be a cooperative experience. Show up with more players, and the game will throw more powerful enemies at you, and in greater numbers. You can hmm. take short rests between encounters, patch up. Experienced players can opt out of short rest altogether for an improved role on random loot. Cool. Four characters will be available. The dual-wielding Drizzt Do-Erden. Or Do-Erden. Do-Erden. I'm sorry. The D&D names are hard to say. I do know the first name is Drizzt. <laughs> uh, the Ranger Caterbury. Uh, the Tanky Barbarian Wolfgar. Oh, that's easy to say. Thank goodness. Or the defense-focused dwarf Brunor Battlehammer. The name. Huh. Uh, we'll have 21 missions, about 20-25 minutes each. Twice as long okay. if players explore every side quest on the way. Uh, similarly, if you're playing solo, they'll probably be like 40 minutes is what it says here. Game is built with re- replayability in mind. Okay, that's cool. Uh, final game will not feature cross-platform play. Unfortunately, nor mm. will it include couch co-op. So if you were looking to play this with your with your brothers or your dad or your friends on the couch, just well, so unfortunate. I, I I think that's pretty unfortunate. But to be honest, I mean, I don't plan on playing that couch co-op right now. But Same. it would be nice. To ha- it would be nice to have the option for if that would ever came up. But mm-hmm. I mean, as of right now, yeah, I mean, I don't I mean, OK, I, OK, I suppose. The, and probably the reason this game is going to be cheap is that they're going to have a lot of downloadable content. Like they're going to have expansions, uh, game modes, dungeon crawls, all that, all that maps, all that stuff will be DLC. So that's probably why the game is like cheaper than your average um, game right now. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's Dark Alliance coming June twenty second for all current gen consoles. As well as PS4 and Xbox One and PC yeah. and all current that stuff. gen and, la- and last gen, yeah. Uh, for four forty bucks, and you can pre-order Not bad. Now. Not bad at all, man. Oh, if you buy the sixty dollar version, you get access to their first piece of DLC. So that's mm. what that is. Gosh, okay. Called Echoes of the Blood War. All right, all right, terrifying. All right. That's cool. cool. So that's uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. Very nice. So uh, look to us playing that in, in June, because we probably we'll, will. Be. We'll, we'll be keeping an eye on that with great interest. Um, next up on our news here, you know, we, we've, we've talked about Jade Raymond here in, uh, on, on our podcast before. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to be talking about her again, because uh, uh, Assassin's Creed co-creator Jade Raymond is starting a new studio with PlayStation. The former Ubisoft executive has found a new home after the demise of Stadia's game development studios. Yeah, that's the last time we, we brought her up was when mm-hmm. uh, it's just a few weeks the, ago. Uh, the failure of Stadia, which, uh, yeah, 
so now she's going to be forming a studio with uh, with PlayStation. So that, that's, we, that's cool. We all knew Jade was going to get snapped up. Like, she's a oh, great creator. Like, you know, it's a no-brainer yeah. to hire her. So this is dope. Maybe she'll actually get to make a cool do, game for do once. Something. Instead of, yeah, like, instead of all her shit being canceled. Like, like, yeah, because, like, fucking Stadia and then, like, EA. Man, like, what's going on here, dude? She's, like, nothing. Uh, but, uh, the former Ubisoft executive who was instrumental in the creation of Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs franchises is starting a new studio of her own with Sony and PlayStation backing her, backing her up. Raymond has named her new independent shop Haven Studios. The Montreal based studio has no other announced personnel, but in her announcement post on the PlayStation blog, uh, Raymond writes that many of the talented game developers I have worked with for years and I love dearly are coming together to do what we most what we are most passionate about. Um so yeah that's 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 pretty dope. Yeah. That is pretty pretty cool. Yeah so there's a whole there's a whole blog post over in, on the PlayStation blog if you want to go check that out. Uh, blog.playstation.com where you know you can go check it out and go read it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna read it all because it's you know it's a bit of a thing but and then you should go you should go give that that uh blog post a a, a read anyway uh but uh it's pretty cool haven studios yep there it is in the chat uh it's yeah. it's pretty cool it's pretty cool but yeah go I'm good for her that she she has her own uh, her own her own uh, you know studio now. So yeah, look forward to seeing what comes out of there. I know it'll be a for few sure. years, but it'll be interesting yeah. to watch. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So congratulations again. Uh, Jade. Yeah, Jade, congratulations. We hope we will watch your career even further with great interest. <laughs> watch your studio with great interest. Uh, and... Assassin's Creed Valhalla's first expansion is out next month. Um. If you didn't think the game was large enough already, their first major expansion, Wrath of the Druids, will be out on April 29th, uh, Ubisoft announced in the blog post. Wrath of the Druids will send you to Ireland. The main game, of course, embraces a certain degree of weirdness uh, with gods and interweaving storylines, but Wrath of the Druids sounds like it'll get really, really weird because uh, apparently there's going to be a cult. Uh <laughs> So yeah, there's gonna be uh, it's it's gonna get even weirder if you didn't think it was weird enough or, but yeah, uh, so I played Valhalla, mm -hmm. and I really like it. My thing is, is that these games are almost too big, right? Like it's almost too big for me to be able to to complete. Like I, uh, other games start coming out, and it's just like. Uh, it doesn't. It's not as fun anymore. It starts becoming a almost feels like a slog sometimes. Um, but I want to go back and finish it after like that kind of like that kind of experience kind of drains away from me. Like oh my yeah. god, how once again I have to go do all this stuff again. Um, but you know, people love those big long games and they're a lot of fun sometimes. But sometimes they can just be a little bit a little bit too big. Yeah, I agree. And and I, I this is speaking as someone who likes those big games too sometimes. Sometimes, mm -hmm. like, you just want to play a, a linear, shorter game that doesn't take you, like, 200 fucking 300 hours to beat. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, dude. When I was younger, I feel like I could do it more. 
But now that I've gotten older and have other responsibilities, I just don't have a lot of time to do that as much. Um, but uh, yeah, I liked Valhalla, I, 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 and uh, I'll probably go back to it. I don't. I probably won't play this DLC for a long time because I'm not even finished with the main game yet. But you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. I still haven't even played Odyssey or uh, was it Origins or any of those new. La- that's for those of you who are unaware. Last one I played was fucking Black Flags. <laughs> I still, I got a ways to go before I catch up, man. Uh, it's too funny. All right. What's next? We can move on. Next up, we have uh, Animal Crossing free update. Oh boy! Uh, one year anniversary. It's the the one year anniversary now. Uh, they've this new update is cool for people who are into the designing uh, of things because they're adding uh, fifty new design slots. You know, so you can design like uh, you know umbrellas or flags or you know things that are customizable and and and, and you know. Uh, designable in the game yeah uh so if you go into the uh the little kiosk in the in the nook uh area in the main the main like town hall or whatever the hell you want to call it there's a in the little machine on the right hand side there'll be a little uh things that you can buy with your nook miles and you can have a custom design pro editor plus which will give you the extra 50 slots and yeah, that that that's what I mean by that. And yeah, it's just you know it, this update I, I suppose is focused heavily on on the design aspect of things. Um, so that's cool because I know it, it's cool that they listen to people who uh, you know play the game because I know for a while now people have been wanting more design slots because yeah, designing things is is great, right? Who like who doesn't like designing stuff? So yeah, always good when games and and people listen to their fan base but yeah that is pretty cool uh i have a next up on our list here we have a gameplay trailer for a game that i thought was pretty interesting because normally this is a world war ii game but normally in world war ii games you have to do the destroying however in this game uh you get to do the rebuilding interesting here, here we have the World War World War Two Rebuilder official gameplay trailer. So let me know what you think of this game, Josh. Okay. We have the bombing, of course, and then you know, time to rebuild. So pick your zone, and you start getting to work, picking up all that shit, play, figuring out what building you want to use to replace the one that was there formerly. Got your tools. Collect all the debris. Oh, you clean. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Cleaning simulator. Got the crane here. Look at that. Look at the bus yep. over there. Uh, it's just a very like different kind of game, you know. It is different, but I think you know I wouldn't mind checking this out. It seems kind of cool, you know. I, I played a lot of World War Two games and stuff. Yeah, because like normally in World War Two games, you do the you do the destruction, and here right? you have to be like, you, you got to fix shit this time around. That's pretty cool. Pretty so cool. it's pretty, yeah. It's 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 interesting because it's just so different than what we're used to for uh, 
Cities from, from the game. Ashes. Go. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'll check that out. You know, we play we play games like that sometimes. Be kind of cool. World War II Rebuilders, Cities from the Ashes. And you can add to your wish list now on Steam. Cool. So yeah, just uh, just an interesting, uh, different kind of game here than what we're used to. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. What else do we get here? Next up on our list of things, we have Sony is giving away uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and nine other PS4 games. Ooh. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn plus nine other indie games will be free to everyone with a PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 beginning next month. Uh, Sony expands its efforts to support folks keeping safe and socially distant during the uh, these stages of the pandemic. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition will be available be- free between April 19th at 8 p.m. Pacific. And 8 p.m. Uh, on May 14th. A PlayStation subscri- Plus subscription is not necessary. Uh, but Horizon Zero Dawn follows Ratchet and Clank 2016, uh, made available at the beginning of March with anyone with a play to anyone with a PlayStation console. Uh, Ratchet and Clank is available now until the 31st uh, at 8 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> and uh, beginning March 25th, players will also get access to nine more games. Five of them for the PS4 and PS5, and four of them for PlayStation VR. And the following games are the ones I'm about to list, so uh, prepare yourselves. Number one, Abzu. Uh, we have Enter the Gungeon, uh, Res Infinite, Subnautica, The Witness for the standard consoles. And then we have Astro Bar Rescue, Mission, Moss, Thumper, and Paper Beast for PSVR. Those nine games will be available until 8 p.m. Pacific on April 22nd. So lots of free PlayStation games coming up here, yeah. That's pretty dope, man. And it's pretty genius if you think about it, them throwing Horizon Zero Dawn at folks because yep. they're going to have a sequel coming mm-hmm. soon they and then you know, get, one, get people into it, right? Like the Horizon Zero sequel. Dawn, by the way, is a fantastic fucking game. It's my game of the year for 2017. It's a great, great game, great game. Really, really good. Definitely recommend it, especially since it's for free. Like, you guys, if you don't have it, snatch that shit up because it's so good. Yeah. So, so good. Okay. What else we got? All right. Next up, we had uh, a couple days ago, we had a uh, Square Enix presents showcase digital showcase where they uh, you know announced games and talked about other things coming into their games i don't know if you checked this out at all josh or you're new about it or anything i didn't i didn't i knew about it but i didn't really check it out i've seen some of the some of the bits to be honest i didn't know it was it was happening until like the day of and i was like oh shit well we're getting you know this is happening right now i was like okay well that's cool so i kind of like skimmed through the stuff that was going on but we're gonna talk about these things right about now so all right what's up first let's go ahead uh so they had this so obviously it's this thing called square enix presents where they talk about you know all their game upcoming games and all that kind of thing uh they announced a new game which will be launching on my birthday september 10th uh 
called Life is Strange True Colors. And they have an announcement trailer. Now, I don't know if you're like how how much you're into these Life is Strange games, Josh, but not really at all, to be honest with you. Uh, to be honest, me either. Like I, I've only seen the first one. Like I like I haven't even played the first one. Cause to be honest, I've seen the first one played. Like I watched other people play the first one so much that I didn't even like I'm like, you know what? There's no point for me to be playing this. And then like mm-hmm. honestly, like it's not really my kind of like I don't know. I feel like this is more like what's the word I'm looking for here? Like not that I'm not the target audience, but like I'm I'm not the uh, I'm or I'm not necessarily um this isn't um I don't know, it's just I don't want to say it's not my kind of game because like I do play like, you know, episodic um you know, like make your choice choices games. I, like I like mm-hmm. those kind of games, but I, there's something about Life is Strange that doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't really. I don't know. I'm just not like super, super about it. But um, there. I mean, the first one was fun to watch. Yeah. Um. Um. So this uh, so before this was announced, it had leaked a bit, and I had seen the leaks. Mm, yeah, it looks like those leaks okay. were confirmed for me. But that okay. you know, I, I I wasn't like looking for them at all. It, it just I we browse the game news, and sometimes you just come across a leak by accident. Um, gotcha. But um, yeah, these uh, I don't usually play. I don't play a lot of the uh, well, choose. I call them choose your own adventure kind of games. That's uh, fair. That's probably a good uh, good good name for them. Um. But, uh, but I've seen people play them. Like I've watched, I think I've watched Aaron play some of the uh, other, the original uh, mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. usually play a whole lot of these. I think the last one I actually played was the Batman Telltale game. That uh, one was good be... though. Yeah, I, I played both seasons of those, and that one, those were fun because it's Batman. Yeah. Yeah. So so it usually has to take something that really appeals to me to get me to play them. That's fair. Yeah, yeah I get you. But uh, but yeah, for for those of you that are Life is Strange fans, this is for you guys. You know, like it looks cool, it looks pretty. Yeah. I want to say this is like the third game in the series for Life is Strange. I don't know, I'm not really sure, but uh, yeah, September tenth, cool. cool. That's my birthday. September. Oh yeah. Which this year falls on a. Let me see. What does my birthday fall on this year? It's on a Friday. Let's go, baby. Friday. Friday. Yeah. Isn't it? Hopefully, the world is a little bit more uh, <laughs> uh, fixed up. Better. Here's hoping. We'll, we'll see. Um. <clears throat> All right. So that was the first thing they announced. Second thing they announced was: Do you remember? Do you remember this game? That they had showed at the PlayStation State of Plays, like or 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 whatever the hell, a couple years ago, that was called Project Athia. Yes, I remember this. They showed off this like really cool looking thing, that, you know, on on the like the you know Unreal or yeah the the new the new engine yeah. or whatever. Yes. So they announced that Project Athia is now called Forsaken or Forspoken. My bad, Forspoken. Uh, it was announced at last year's June twenty twenty event, PlayStation event. The new IP from Luminous Productions, originally called Project Athia, is now 
has a title finally, and it's called Forspoken. Uh, the action uh, adventure stars Ella Belinska, which is the lady we just saw here, and she'll be portraying the protagonist Frey Holland, uh, facing off against dragons and other colossal beasts in an untamed land. Forspoken will be a PlayStation 5 console exclusive when it launches next year, but it's also coming to Windows PC for anybody. So, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, Project Athia, Project Athia always looked cool to me. I was like, what the hell is this game? Like, I want to play this game. I don't know what it is, but I want to play it. I remember saying that. But then now that we know that it's a thing and it's called Forspoken and everything, like, that's it's great. I'm, I'm about it. Yeah, definitely on my radar. I definitely will be checking this out as we learn more information about it and such. Um, it's got dragons, and that always appeals to me. So, you know, um, I'll be checking it. Yeah. Cool that it has a title now. Yep, for spoken. Yeah, I got. Yeah. I, I the only thing for me is I gotta remember not to call it Forsaken. I gotta call it because it's called Forspoken. <laughs> so I have, to, I have to remember not to call it Forsaken. I yeah. I I probably end up. I'll probably end up doing that a lot too. <laughs> I did it. I did it once today. So I gotta. I gotta. You know. I gotta remember that it's called Forspoken. All right. Anyway, yeah, that game looks pretty cool. So it'll be uh, definitely interesting to see more of that game when we get more of it. But for, for right now, from what we see, it looks looks pretty pretty neat. Yeah. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, next year. Uh, right, the other next? thing that they talked about was Outriders. You know, the third person loot shooter, launching on April first on uh, Stadia. PS4, PS5, PC, Xbox One, and, and Xbox Series X. Uh, and it'll be available on the Game Pass on the same day as well. Uh, but yeah, we have another uh, another video here for that. Is this a game that, that you're interested in at all or no? I'll probably check it out. You know, I, I'm not like super hype about it or anything but i'll probably you know i'll probably it'll be one of those games where i like i'll check out a couple of streams see if this is kind of for me or not and if mm. it is you know i'll get it but if not you know i'll probably just watch some folks play it if it's not for me um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> i'm not super big into the the looter shooters looters but you know um mm -hmm. I've, I've 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 dabbled in them a few times I got kind of burned on Destiny 2 a little bit, so it always makes me wary of these types of games now. But we watched, we watched our fair. buddy Majin play it on on like the, the demo, right? Yeah. A little bit of the yeah. demo the other day, <clears throat> and it, you know, it, it it looks like something that would kind of be up my alley. Like the shooting and stuff kind of felt very Mass Effect uh, to me, but uh, but I know kind of the the story was like a little wonk at times, and I've heard that a few times from a couple couple mm. folk um <clears throat> but i don't think it's one of those games built for story it's all about the loot uh usually I, I'm, that's just me guessing like i haven't looked into this at all but i mean from the cutscenes that i saw it looked <laughs> it looked pretty uh pretty funky uh with the shaky cams and all that yeah i hope they yeah, fix for that me shit. for me it, it probably isn't something that i'm not i probably won't be getting it but like like I, I, I would be willing to play it if I was given the opportunity to do that. 
but I'm not gonna like go out of my way and like do it. You know what I mean? So I'll, I'll, I'll it'll be one of those wait and see for me kind of deals. You know, I have to yeah. watch more. I have to watch more of the game once they like you know, uh, continue to work on it a little bit more. But I mean, it's almost out, right? I mean, it's April first is with the release date, so that's yeah, not so... too far from now. That's literally be... a week and like a cu- several days from now. I'll be playing like Evil Genius 2 probably. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes out like right before that. <clears throat> All right. The next game they talked about was Balan Wonderland, which is the 3D uh platformer coming from uh Yuji Naka. Uh and Naoto Oshima, which is uh two of the uh who who worked in Sega back in the 90s which you know that's why this game kind of looks a little uh Sonic-ish or you know if it reminds you of that or if it reminds you of like some of those older games from back in the day that that's why it's <clears throat> launching on March 26 so this game is uh on comes out on Friday of this week gotcha at the time of this recording um <clears throat> and yeah there's a playable demo of this available on the uh switch on the PlayStation 4, on the PlayStation 5, PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X since January. So if you've been wanting, if you if you've been curious about this game, or if watching this, if you're watching this and 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 it, it looks interesting to you, then you can check out the demo on any of those platforms that I just mentioned. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, it's this is not my kind of game, but mine neither. Uh, yeah, I'm not a platformer, but, but it's cool for those who are into this sort of thing. Um, and I, and I do think that like, I can appreciate like, um, when certain games take like influence from older games, you know, like, I can appreciate yeah. that because I can appreciate, you know, the game, the history of gaming and all that stuff. So anyway, uh, but yeah, not for me, but, uh, again, cool for those who are into it. Uh, the game will be out on Friday, so you don't have to wait too long if this is something that you're into. Um, but yeah, uh, cool little, uh, little trail they came out with, uh, <clears throat> all right. So the next thing that they, uh, talked about here was, uh, the Black Panther War for Wakanda expansion for Marvel's Avengers. Um, all right. It was the, the reveal trailer because uh, T'Challa is coming to the game, and uh, yeah, I'm very curious how he's going to be playing on this game because so far, the other two f- characters that they've added since the game has come out have both been arrow, bow and arrow slash sword characters. Yeah, Kate Bishop and Hawkeye—they they both kind of play the same, and you know, they, obviously the abilities are different to make them different, but they're basically the same kind of character. So I'm 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 super curious how like a Black Panther type character would work in this game. So I'm 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 about it. And then like and then like honestly, new locations like if we get to like play in Wakanda or whatever, that'd be great too. Because I mean, there's not a whole lot of like different kind of maps in this game. Um, so anything nice that could some, uh, some uh, other enemies as well. Yeah, dude, because honestly, like I was playing Avengers uh 
the other day, like I said, because of the new Hawkeye update, and I'm so sick of fighting robots in that fucking game, dude. Like, I understand that it's supposed to be a game, a video game, and, you know, you have to, like, your characters have to take damage. But for me, when I see the Incredible Hulk, uh, Thor, Hawkeye, and, like, I don't know, fucking Kate Bishop or, or somebody, of all four of them, struggling to beat up one fucking robot with a backpack on his back <laughs> i'm like what the fuck is this dude like like i get that it's a video game and you have you know i understand that completely but like it just seems so absurd to me that like four of these superheroes can't beat up one fucking robot that the incredible hulk should be able to just ragdoll that bitch left and right you know what i mean yeah but, uh, and 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 you i want- and Again, you're playing though, an adventures but, game, you want to feel like a fucking hero, right? Like that's the yeah. Point. You don't want to feel like you need needs for you to take down them some stupid ass robot. Like I, right. I, I, to be honest, like I don't know what the solution is to that. Like I don't know what the answer is. Like I don't know how you make that like, the balancing more like like make sense. But to me, it just seems absurd that like this shit like that could happen. But anyway, I don't know. I, I, it's a video game. I, I, I get it. But at the same time, I'm just like this is stupid. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Again, I I don't know what the balancing is, but um, yeah, it's a it's it's a, it's a difficult thing. Uh, but the other thing they they talked about for the Avengers game, other than that, is that they're doing a next gen uh upgrade upgrade for the for the game, and they have a launch trailer for that as well. Let me get that up. Um. So, does it say uh, what is all uh, in this? Uh, is it just the visuals? Are they going to have better load times? That kind of kind of deal. Is this the right thing? Yes, it is. Okay, it should be. Uh, yeah, I just got thrown off because they should. They're showing so Hawkeye off. <laughs> they, yeah, the day that this happened was the same day that they dropped uh, the 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 Operation Hawkeye Future Imperfect uh, DLC for this game. Gotcha. But yeah, so Higher the trailer the, the trailer tells you everything that they're adding next year. Improved destruction, faster load times. There you go. Next gen available upgrade available, but no additional cost. Well, it better not cost anything. <laughs> you need as many people on that platform as you can get. Um so all So yeah, that. that's 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 yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, like, I wish I just wish the game would have more to do, man. Because like, it's mm-hmm. like the game is like really fun to play when you're playing with other, like, when you're playing with friends and stuff. But like, there's just like there kind of is no reason to play because there's like nothing to do once you beat the story and everything. Right. So it's just kind of like you know, eh. And then the DLC missions that they add are like super short. There's only like. I want to say it's like three missions or something for one. It's like, well, we're done with that real quick. But anyway, yeah, that's that's all for the Avengers game. They're also releasing a Tomb Raider Definitive Survivor Trilogy, which is all three of the newer games, which I'm currently going through Tomb Raider, the first one. So I don't want to watch this trailer because uh, I haven't seen it. I don't want to watch it. Okay. Josh can throw it I, up. Yeah, you, I do oh, have you, it up there. Just yeah, don't throw, it up, throw it up for the others. I'm not going to look, but... um. All I can say about this is I'm really having fun with the first game. It's mm-hmm. been an absolute blast. I'm going to be playing more of it tomorrow. 
I'm very excited. Lara Croft in these games is an absolute fucking badass. And uh yeah, man, she's just it's just it's just really fun to play too, man. Like like I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but just like you get all these different type of weapons and you know, these enemies think they they can they can like run up on you like that, but nah, man. Just pull out I pull out my bow, pull out my shotgun, pull out my, you know, my machine gun, dude. They don't. They don't stand a chance. I'm Laura fucking Croft, man. Exactly. Who you think like you're fucking with? It really is a fun <laughs> game, though. I, I I don't know if you've played any of these games, Josh. They are. I haven't. I should check them out at some. They're. Point. The, I'm only on the first one, and it is so much fun, dude. For a 2013 game, I'm I'm having a blast, dude. It's so it's so fun. I'm having so much fun that I'm like I can't wait. I waited this long to play this. I like, and I'm like super looking forward to playing the next two of them. Um, but anyway, yeah, Tomb Raider Definitive Survivor uh, Trilogy. Uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to see if they have a price for this or not. Is it available? Uh, here's what it says here oh. on the article I have. Yeah, it says it, it, it's $19.99 right now, but it'll go up to $49.99 in two weeks. So, so grab it. That's a great <laughs> deal. Three games, a trilogy of games for twenty bucks, and I'm telling you guys, I've only played, I'm I'm still playing the first one, but even that one alone is so worth it. It's so much fun, and it's a 2013 game, and it's so much fun still, man. I'm like, I I can't believe it. It's so much fun. Uh, and then yeah, Rise of the, so Tomb Raider 2013, Rise of the Tomb Raider 2015, and then Shadow of the Tomb Raider 2018. Okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Oops. Yeah, so twenty bucks for right now. It'll it'll go up. It'll go up to fifty bucks. It's gonna go up by thirty bucks in two weeks. So if you if you want it, you better pick it up now. Um, next up, the other thing they talked about was a Just Cause mobile game, which we're not gonna go into too detail. But if you want to throw up the trailer, that's it's it's a, it's just a cinematic trailer too. So I mean, yeah. Hey, mobile games are fun sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, not really yeah. my deal. I don't tr- I don't travel enough really for mobile games to be a big deal for me and also i have my switch so if i go traveling i'll take that (laughs) i'll be honest there's only one mobile game that i have consistently continued to play after after years and the only one that has managed to uh retain my attention the only mobile game that i've honestly cared about continuing to play is uh pokemon go I fucking knew you were gonna say Pokemon Go. It's true, dude. I mean, like, no, no other game has like managed. No other mobile game has managed to retain my attention, like Pokemon Go has. I don't. Pokemon Go is just fun, dude. Like, you can go anywhere and just be like, all right, I'm gonna fucking catch this Pokemon at this gas station or whatever, you know? <laughs> or I'm gonna catch this Pokemon at fucking Target, dude. Or I'm gonna, you know, fucking grab this Poke Stop inside the Starbucks of a Target. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know, man. It's just, you can just, you can play it wherever, and it's. I, I I just like the aspect of capturing the Pokemon too, you know, and like level them mm-hmm. up and, and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, I digress though. We're talking. This is a Just Cause Mobile thing, and we're talking. I'm talking about Pokemon, <laughs> but anyway. Um, point is, I don't really play mobile games except for Pokemon Go. But, I mean, uh, you know, it, it sounds to me like Square Enix should have made Just Cause Go instead. You know, it probably would have grabbed your attention. More. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it would have. Yeah. Well, again, mm-hmm. this is cool though for people who who play mobile games and stuff. You know, just 
yeah, I mean, it's not going to be something that I'll be, I'll be playing. I like the Just Cause games, like the the the, the, the normal console ones or whatever. But uh, yeah, the last thing we have here is Space Invaders AR. A uh, little little teaser for uh, this little Space Invaders thing that they have. Uh, oh man, memories, memories. Uh, yep. Uh, good old Space Invaders, man. They give you all the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> so, I mean, Space Invaders is fun and all, but I. Okay. I. I've never seen people with with any of this stuff that they're showing in this video. So again, this is another augmented reality mobile game that will be coming out. Uh, which I feel like. I feel like for this kind of game, I feel like mobile makes sense. Mm-hmm. To be honest, like I, I again, I probably won't be playing it, but I mean, like, yeah, no, I, I, I feel like this direction, this this step makes sense for uh, for Space Invaders. So I mean, hey, you know, it it works, it works. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's all we have for the uh, the Square Enix presents. The last thing that I have here for uh, the gaming news is one that I'm both disappointed by, but also like I'm like okay, you, you guys know how if if you've been watching our this podcast or if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you'd know that uh, I am of the opinion that to me it it doesn't matter how long it takes for a game to release as long as they release it uh the way it should be the way they intend to they don't rush it and all that stuff Mm -hmm. so the next game we're gonna be talking about here is gotham knights which is a game that i was probably one of my most anticipated games of the year for this year uh is now launching in 2022 uh so they put out a tweet which was an image that said gotham knights will now launch worldwide in 2022, we are giving the game more time to deliver the best possible experience for players. Thank you to our amazing fans for your tremendous support of Gotham Knights. We look forward to showcasing more of the game in the coming months. So quick, simple, to the point. Uh, again, it was a game that I was really looking forward to because, I mean, I love DC, man. Uh, uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm I'm fucking all about it. I, I I can't wait. Do you get to play as Robin, Nightwing, Red Hood, or or Batgirl, dude? I I, I honestly cannot wait. I can't wait. Um, my boy, my boy Nightwing. But yeah, I mean, they can take all the time that they need. There'll be other games for us to play this year, and I'll be very much looking forward to playing this next year. Um, take your time, Gotham Knights. I can't wait to play you. But uh, yeah, I mean, do what you got to do. I will definitely be there for when you uh, release. Hopefully, you're a good game. Take all the time that you need to make to be good. Please be good, because again, I just love DC and uh, and to be honest, like we're gonna get into this a little bit later. But watching the Snyder Cut uh, just gave me the the whole DC. Like it makes me want more DC. But we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, so Gotham Knights next year instead of this year. 
and I believe that'll do it with our gaming news, unless you have anything else to speak on that or anything else gaming news. That is, yeah, really. Um, Other than like some bummer news coming out of Blizzard about how they're laying off some people, but I don't really want to bring people down with that. Uh, You know, I shit shit on Blizzard every chance I get, but they're laying off some folks while giving their CEO a bonus. So, uh, you know, I'm just going to call them out on that because I think it's shitty. Um, but other than that, no, we uh, yeah. we can move on to the TV news. All right. Um, Sounds good then. TV news, it is. All right. So, TV news. We have some. Uh, <clears throat> we have some casting news. All right. What do we got here? Here. Let me open this up here. And uh, we have casting news for. Um, Marvel's Secret Invasion series for Disney Plus. Oh boy! So it's always it's always interesting and fun getting casting news for, for because or for D and D, just for Marvel because you know we love Marvel. We're always curious about who's going to enter the universe. So Kingsley Ben Adir is is going to star in Marvel's Secret Invasion series for Disney Plus. Uh. One night in Miami, star Kingsley Benadire will play a lead opposite. Will play lead opposite of Samuel Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn in the upcoming Marvel series for Disney Plus. So, in other words, Kingsley Benadire is very likely going to be the main uh, antagonist or villain or whatever you want to call him for gotcha. uh, for Secret Invasion. Um, <clears throat> now, I'll be honest, uh, this this actor I am not too familiar with. Yeah, I was just looking uh, him up to see what he'd been. He's been in some Peaky Blinders. Yeah, which I've seen Peaky Blinders, but I don't remember this guy. I'm, I'm, I'm. Maybe, maybe I need to like rewatch some of it. Or, I, I haven't seen the latest season of Peaky, so maybe when I watch that, I'll recognize him. He was in that really bad King Arthur movie we all hate. Oh hell no! Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of that movie. Oh, he was in the, he was in Guitar Hero Live. He was a voice in in the video game apparently. Oh. Huh. He was also apparently an uncredited voice for an officer in uh, World War Z. Okay, well, hmm. yeah, I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have known that was a mini. He was also in the TV series oh. the, OA, the OA, which people like, but I haven't seen he, the OA. He plays Malcolm X in One Night in Miami. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, okay. That's a newer. Seen that yet. New but yeah, review. that's that's yeah yeah. I mean, in in the article that I was reading here from Deadline, but. Uh, it said, "Yeah, one night in Miami star." So that's that's like his, his gotcha. big thing right now. Cool, cool. Again, Kingsley Benadir uh, will be playing uh, the lead opposite of Samuel Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn in Secret Invasion, the Marvel series for Disney Plus. Uh, of course, Samuel Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn will reprise their characters as Nick Fury and the Skrull Talos, who first met in Captain Marvel. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what we have here. So we'll see. I, I honestly need to watch more of this guy's stuff. Cause I don't, I don't, I haven't seen too much that he's in to be, to be quite honest, other than Peaky, but, uh, yeah, I mean, cool. We have, we have our villain for secret invasion, which I don't know who that's supposed to be yet. Um, but. And they don't even say who it is in here in this article either. There you go. 
Um, next up, that is our uh, that is our um, Marvel news for there. Next up, we have what's new? What's coming to Disney Plus in April twenty twenty one? So we, I like to do these from from time to time, every 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 couple months, where it's like, oh, what's what's coming to this streaming service type thing, right? Mm-hmm. There's a very particular reason why I wanted to do it this month because um, there's some really good shit coming to Disney Plus next month. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the series finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier will be on April 23rd, which is interesting. So, what? Discuss that a little bit later, Josh. Because yeah, find that out. But anyway, <laughs> Big Shot a series coming on April sixteenth. The the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, uh, weekly episodes in April. Um, but here we go, April second. We have a lot of take a look at this list here in April second, and uh, l- l- there's some stuff in here that I am very excited about. Uh, for instance, Higgly Town Heroes. I'm kidding. Uh, they're adding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're adding the Caravan of Courage and the Ewoks Battle of Battle for Endor. Star Wars Clone Wars Volume 1. Star Wars Clone Wars Volume 2. Star Wars Ewoks Season 1. And Star Wars Ewoks Season 2. So there's a lot of Star Wars stuff coming next month, which I am very excited about. Obviously, all of this is non-canon, but I fucking love, and I mean love, the 2003 Clone Wars micro series. I do Andy as well. Tartakovsky. The Samurai Jack esque so Star Wars Clone Wars. Wow. Chef's kiss, dude. It's Ooh, still some of my always some of my have a place right I, here. I swear, some of my favorite Star Wars ever. Even though they make the Jedi super OP, and like a lot of it like wouldn't fit in with canon because they're just like the Jedi are too badass in that show. Like, let's be real. <laughs> like, if they're if the Jedi were that badass in the movies, they would have never died, died to all those clones. I mean, you, your boy Mace Windows just runs around punching the shit out of droids. I mean, what yeah, do you he mean? like he gives fucking super battle droids the two piece combo and shit, bro. Like, <laughs> he loses his lights. There's an episode where he like loses his lightsaber and he just like gives the battle, super battle droids the hands, and it's like, what? And like it was, it's super cool to watch. Like it's incredible still to this day. But like when you try to like put it in with the movies and stuff, it just doesn't fit because they're just too badass in here. But anyway, Star Wars: Clone Wars still has my favorite clone trooper in existence, my boy Captain Fordo. If you know who Captain Fordo is, you know. But uh, he is a bad motherfucker. He's a bad fucking man. And uh, I, I actually really like Dirge. Uh, mm-hmm. In that in that series, I, he just looks so cool. Dirge is a cool villain. Weird. Yeah, I remember when the when the 2008 Clone Wars came out, and they kept the Saj Ventress for that because the Saj Ventress originated from Clone Wars the micro series, mm-hmm. which which also had Dirge and you know, to to be to be honest, um, I, I'm sure some of you Star Wars. Uh, if you're a Star Wars person like me, then you know this as well. But for those who don't, the Clone Wars the 2008 series borrowed a lot from the micro series. The micro series introduced a lot of cool shit in the Star Wars, and the 2008 Clone Wars, the CG one, the one that everybody knows about, it stole or borrowed a lot 
from the micro series and the and micro series have a lot of cool stuff like the v19 torrents uh the sage ventress was another one and i was always up like there's so much there's a bunch of other cool stuff that we don't have time to get into here but um the one thing that i was was always like kind of weirded out about that they never brought into the 2008 series was dirge because like dirge is a f- absolute badass yeah he's that dude is insane that dude is crazy and the fact that like they didn't bring him into the new series but they still brought in asajj ventures and it's so weird because when you watch the 2008 clone wars they never at any point at any point introduce asajj ventures as a new character they kind of assume you already know who she is because yeah. of like the, the old the, the micro series but they're like they don't connect in any way shape or form like they're completely different you know even though the 2008 show like steals a lot from the original clone wars and it's just like man but anyway i love the the og micro series if you haven't checked it out i would recommend it there's two volumes they were originally like five minute three minute episodes on cartoon network back in 03 to 05 and it is some of the best damn Star Wars ever, even though it is uh they make certain characters very OP, but it it's fun. It's a whole lot of fun. The style is in the Samurai Jack style, if you've ever seen that. But uh yeah, it's so honestly some of my favorite Star Wars ever. But another uh, I was gonna say though, Josh, a cool reason that you bring up uh Dirge is because they're reintroducing him back into canon. Yes, uh, that's why I brought him up, because one, I did like Dirge. That is true, but I did see. I think you had posted it in one of your channels, or somebody posted yeah. it. Yeah, I think it I was posted you. it. I posted it in my Star Wars channel. Yeah, and I I saw that and was like, that's pretty dope, because because I'm surprised they never used him again because he's a monster and his character design just looks cool. His armor looks cool. He's he's terrifying. Um, yeah. Um. Uh, so I'm kind of co- it's kind of cool that they they are kind of bringing him back a little bit. Yeah, it's amazing to me that they never introduced him in the Clone Wars at all. So I'm like, dude, like this is such a good character you could have had in there, and he just didn't. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn. But it's cool that they're bringing him back. I'm gonna be very curious to see in what way they bring him back because, like, I don't know, man. Like, it, like they didn't put him in the Clone Wars, so he has like nothing to do with that right now. Like they're bringing him into the they're bringing him into the Doctor Afra comic, which is an interesting one to have him in. I, I mean, I I I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm gonna be be keeping an eye on that when that when that drops because I'm I'm very curious in what that. But anyway, the Ewok movies they're bringing into uh to Disney Plus as well. Those are <laughs> I haven't seen those in a long time. Those are gonna be, those are gonna be, those are gonna be interesting to rewatch. And then they're bringing in the old Ewoks cartoons. I don't know if you've ever watched those, but these are from the I don't 80s, think man. I did. I don't think I ever saw them. They're there's there's something. I haven't seen them in years, but they used they, they back in the 80s they had the Ewoks cartoons and they had the droids cartoons. And uh I hope they had the droids ones on here too, because they used to have this guy called Kaibo Ren in the old <laughs> droids cartoons, and he was this big old fat guy called Kaibo Ren. And uh I shit you not, if you go over to like Wikipedia or something and you search up Kaibo as in K Y B O Ren, 
It's this dude from the old fucking droids cartoons. And he's like this. It's it's funny as hell, dude. Like, it makes you wonder, like, what like the people in the sequel trilogy, like, did they like know about this dude or like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, and that's it's a, so that's funny. a face only a mother could love. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Your boy Kaibo Ren, dude. <laughs> but yeah, that's a yeah. Shout out to your boy Kaibo Ren, dude. If they ever add droids, which I'm sure they probably will add droids now that they added the Ewok, the Ewok cartoons. When they add the droids cartoons onto onto Disney Plus, check out these check out droids and you can witness your boy Kaibo Ren. Uh but anyway. So that's cool. And then uh and then uh yeah, they're adding other stuff as well, like National Geographic things and they'll be adding DuckTales season three. Marvel Studios assembled the making of the Falcon and the Warner Soldier. That'll be on the thirtieth. That'll be fun to watch. That's cool. I always like to watch those behind the scenes things. Yeah. Um but yeah. That's like the big reason why I wanted to bring this up is because they're adding a lot of Star Wars stuff on April 2nd. Which is very exciting. I'm probably gonna do a rewatch of the Clone Wars uh micro series because I mean, come on. It's incredible. <laughs> probably do a host for it on, on I'll probably host a group watch for it on Discord and stuff. We'll check it out. Uh, but anyway, that's coming out on Disney Plus. We can move on to our next topic, which is uh, the show that I watched that I haven't watched season three of. But Killing Eve is set to end with season four on AMC and BBC America in 2022. This is a show that I thought was great. I've only seen the first two seasons, however, I need to watch season three. But both of these ladies are fantastic at what they do. They need to have, now that the show's ending, they need to be given opportunities to star in other things because they are so good. Jodie Comer is incredible. Sandra Oh is also great. But man, what a what a what a great show! What a great couple of actresses. Uh, yeah, I mean, now that the show's ending, hopefully they get more opportunities. I, I need to catch up on on season three, and then uh, and then get ready for season four. But uh, yeah, if you guys haven't seen this, this is a show that I recommend. For sure, I I recommend checking this out if you haven't seen it. It's uh it's good good stuff. It's on AMC over here in the states. So uh, and then yeah, BBC America. So uh, check it out because it's uh pretty good, pretty good. And if you yeah, if you aren't aware of Jodie Comer, which by the way, Jodie Comer is gonna be in that uh, Ryan Gosling video game movie called The Free Guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Jodie Comer, you can you can you can check out her actor you know her acting chops before uh. Free guy in this uh, Killing Eve. She's really good in it. Definitely, definitely check that out if you haven't. But yeah, season season four is gonna be the last season. Again, I need to catch up, but it's it's a great show, and I absolutely recommend it to anyone who. Uh, here's something that's really interesting. I think Josh should be interested in this as well. Is yeah. that uh, Ridley Scott and Stephen Knight uh, are plotting a ten episode World War Two epic called Roads to Freedom. Uh. A 10-episode epic that will tell the story of World War II from several international perspectives based on Sir Anthony Bivore's uh, books. Uh, the intention is to tell the story using fresh and unique perspectives. While most Hollywood war films have focused on the American and British effort, Roads to Freedom will portray the brutal realities from multiple viewpoints with characters not only from the U.S. and the U.K., but also from Russia, Germany, 
France, and other countries across the, gro- the globe. That includes women and children struggling to survive. The emphasis is on humanity. The characters bound together by one dramatic story. Some of the storylines will be discomforting, but heroic. And the race between East and West to capture Berlin will shed light on what become, or what became the foundations of the Cold War. So based off of that, how does that sound to you? I, that sounds very interesting. It sounds good I'm, to me. I'm I'm going to check this out. Like, I check out a lot of this stuff that's World War II anyway, because I'm such a, a, a student of history, particularly that era of history, like my dad is too. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but it'll be nice to to get a perspective that's not just the you know the U.S. and 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 the U.K. but like Russia and and, and France and all those because those are always like the stories that are least told. So I'm mm-hmm. definitely curious to check them out. Yeah. You know, and and you and I are big fans of Band of Brothers and oh, I and, love and, Band of Brothers, man. and like those kind of types of shows. So you know, I'm definitely gonna check yeah. this out. Although this is more based on books and stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it'll still be interesting yeah like like they said it's gonna be a lot of discomforting stuff too which you know mm-hmm. i mean as you would expect from world war ii because i mean it wasn't uh wasn't a happy thing you know no like, it wasn't sunshine like, and like, rainbows, man it's fun yeah you know? like it, it was interesting how you we were talking about uh casablanca the other day and you were mentioning mm-hmm. how they uh, how they uh referred to concentration camps you know just like nearly willy because they don't know what they are completely, you know. Yeah, they treat them just like a prison camp. They think it's just like a prison camp. They don't realize yeah. what it is when they were making that film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's gonna be yeah. I mean, I, I'm 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 stuff like this. So to, especially when you know you get ten episodes to, to do it, it's it's great. I'm 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 all for it. Can't wait to check this out. Um, so they're working on that. That'll be cool. And then you know, Ridley Scott I usually like most of his stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good thing that or it's, I have a uh, you know pretty uh, pretty good faith in this project since he's involved in it. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. The la- the last thing we have here is that the boy spinoff has added three to their cast. We have uh, Shane Paul McGee. Amy Carrero and Maddie Phillips are all joining the boys spinoff show, which we talked about last week. I'm pretty sure. Uh, they're joining Jess Sinclair and Lizzie Broadway in the ensemble. Uh, Broadway will play Emma while Sinclair will play Marie, both young superheroes. Um, but yeah, as we know, this is going to be like the, you know, part college show, part hunger games mixed with the boys TV show that they're, spin-off show that they're working on um yeah i mean they're they're just adding more to the cast they're they're, this is more and more real because they're you know like i said they're getting more people to the cast and they're 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 making it happen so the premise of the show sounds super wild like it's gonna be be crazy yeah I'm definitely gonna be checking it out though. Like I, I love the boys. I'm excited for season I will, three. I will be checking this out as well. So yeah, hundred percent. We'll be we'll be giving this a shot and seeing how it goes. But uh, yeah, they're they're adding they added new more people to their cast, so that's cool. I don't really recognize any of those three from anything. Which again, Shane Paul McGee, Amy Carrero, and Maddie Phillips. I don't really recognize them from anything. But you know what? Sometimes it's a good thing. 
sometimes mm-hmm. uh, unknowns and newbies are, are are good. So there you go. Uh, but that's all we have for TV news. It wasn't really a whole lot going yeah, on. Yeah, there's your TV news, guys. Whoop. Okay. Yeah. So if you're good, we can move on to the movie portion. Yeah, let's hit it. What is next? All right. For the movie news, we have uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage has moved its release date. Uh, it's been pushed back to September 17th, when previously it was slated for June 25th. Um, not a not a super huge delay, but a little one. Yeah, it's just a couple, it's several uh, months, you know. Uh, yeah. I expect to see this a little bit more as, um, you know, COVID vaccines are getting out there and stuff. And like people are like, I think the back half of the year is going to get loaded with a lot of movies, you know? Yeah. I already want to do doom dune. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. on the back half and, and we'll see what else happens. Doom. Doom. They just need to combine. They just need to combine <laughs> dune, dawn and, and, and fucking doom. <laughs> Dune, Doom, and Dawn. Could you imagine that? The three Ds. Triple crossover, yeah. You need more D in your life. That'd be amazing, dude. (laughs) I'm just picturing like sandworms doing the Bollywood dance or whatever. Oh, God. Fucking let there be, let the spice flow, dude. The fucking, that'd be like one of the name, one of the songs of the, you know, one of the Bollywood songs or whatever. (laughs) For those of you that don't know, we watch Bollywood movies. With a group yeah. and it's Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good time. Uh, yeah. yeah, so back to Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, this this <laughs> move will allow filmmakers to complete post production uh, as well as uh, give it time to distance itself distance itself from uh, the James Bond movie because you know they don't you know you don't want to you don't want to go up against James Bond if you're Venom too. James Bond is going to win out on that. But yeah, no time to die. I mean, I'm, I'm to be honest, I'm looking forward to both of these movies. No time to die and uh, mm-hmm. and, and uh, like I didn't love the first Venom movie because I thought it was. I say this every time, but it feels to me like a '90s movie. Yeah, it's just like a pre MCU '90s movie. It's what it feels like. Um, but yeah, I'm still gonna be. I'm so intrigued by the second one because I didn't hate Venom, but you know, this was my favorite. And then No Time to Die. I mean, James Bond movies are. Fun, right? So, I still need to watch Spectre though. At some point before the next, for the first, the next one comes out, I need to watch Spectre. I'd kind of like to rewatch all those. Uh, the Daniel I, I would ones. too. Yeah, it, it would be nice. I, I agree. It would be cool to rewatch all those. Maybe we should. We should. Yeah, we should, we should. try to do that. Anyway, moving on. Warner Brothers, DC Films, and Chernin teaming up on Our Man film with Gavin James and Neil White writing the script. So Warner Brothers and DC Films are developing an adaptation of the popular comic Our Man. Uh, I'll more... be honest with you, I have no idea what that character is. <laughs> so, here we go. Originally created by Ken Fitch and Bernard Bailey in 1940, and originally appearing in the Stargirl comics, the hero had three incarnations. The first one featuring chemist Rex Tyler. The first time we meet the character. Tyler will create a new synthesis, Miraclo, or Miraclo, which grants him super strength and endurance, but only for one hour. 
Rex's son, Rick Tyler, would later become the hero, ultimately becoming the most popular Iron Man as the years went on. Over the past decade, DC has been playing with ideas of how to proceed with the Iron Man project, coming close in 2013 when they began developing a series around the Rex Tyler character for the CW. While that never moved forward, the character was featured in Legends of Tomorrow, where Tyler served as the leader of that group. It is unknown which character will play Iron Man at this point. Over the last couple of years, DC and WB have begun to ramp up the development on film projects such as Iron Man that aren't as popular as Batman or Superman in DC canon. Uh, and yeah, recently they got, you know, Angel Manuel Soto to do Blue Beetle, which I'm very excited about. Um, but yeah, it's just another, like, lesser-known DC hero um, that, they're, that they'll be doing. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Cool. We shall see. And I know Josh, you're always like curious about characters that you don't, yeah. You don't, yeah, you don't know too much about. So that, yeah, we'll yeah. See what happens. That's that's one I did not know about at all. Period. But I'm interested. You know, usually like this, right. uh, different heroes. So we have a title for our Resident Evil new Resident Evil, and it is called Drumroll. Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City is the new title of the Resident Evil film, the newest one. Uh, they announced it at South by Southwest on a panel uh, with IGN's Lucy O'Brien, uh, the director uh, Johans Roberts uh, announced. Uh, and he said, this movie is very much an origin story for Resident Evil. It's an ensemble piece and Raccoon City plays a big part and is a character in the movie. Uh, it's about this group of people all coming from different angles, some coming into town, some already having grown up in this town, meeting over this one fateful night. Of course, it's going to have Claire and Chris Redfield, Jill Valentine, Leon S. Kennedy, uh, and it'll play up the horror aspect of the video games. Uh, Robert said he looked to John Carpenter's The Fog for inspiration, as well as the original video games. Uh, he said, the big thing for me on this movie is tone. The thing I loved with the games is that they were just scary as hell. And that is very much the atmosphere. It's raining constantly. It's dark. It's creepy. And then mixed with the sort of more fun side, especially with the first game, of what's around the corner, that, ki- that kind of style of storytelling. Uh, and Robert said he's a fan of the original Resident Evil film franchise, although his movie has nothing to do about that or nothing to do with that. Uh, the whole separate origin story that's very much based in the roots of the game and the world of horror. Uh, it's it's not like where I was presented something where we were remaking it. We're not. I fell in love with Mila Jovovich in the first films. I love that side of Resident Evil world, but it was a real pleasure to be given the reins to a new franchise. Hopefully that that really is its own thing. I never I had never really seen the terror and atmosphere of the games of what I felt when I was playing uh, those games. I never felt that on screen. I felt that was something I wanted to tell. Hmm. So, yeah. I like his mindset Mm -hmm. uh, when he's talking about it here where it's like, you know, I never felt like it was like when I played the games, which means he's played the fucking games for one thing. So thank God. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that hopefully leads to lead to a good thing, right? Yeah. Uh, So I'm kind of interested in this a little bit more uh, now that I've heard that. Uh, than I was before. 
And then for those of you who don't remember, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City is scheduled to release on September 3rd. And the film stars Kaya Scoladero, uh, Robbie Amell, Hannah John Kamen, Avon Jogia, Tom Hopper, Lily Gao, Neil McDonough, and Donald Lowe. Uh, so yeah, we got a pretty we got a pretty cool cast here. And yeah, I, I was I I'm not the biggest fan of those Resident Evil movies either, the Mila Jovich ones. Like the first one's fine, I guess, but they kind of feel like the Transformers movie to me, where I'm just like, I don't really care after a certain point. Um and just like yeah, I mean, like they they kind of just went their own way instead of like going through the you know sticking with the games mm-hmm. and stuff. So I'll I'll be definitely more interested in seeing a take that's you know more faithful to the games and whatnot. So yeah, I I like that'll, the that'll first two. That'll I like the first two movies, but uh, I think that's more nostalgia more than anything that that makes me like those first two movies. Plus the mm-hmm. second movie's got my boy Carlos Oliveira in it, and I love <laughs> I love that character in, in Resident Evil Three. So, uh, uh, because that was like the first Resident Evil that I actually remember playing. Um, uh, but yeah, definitely interested in this film, uh, this, this new take. Uh, yeah. so, uh, I imagine we'll be checking that out at some point in the oh, later half of the sure. year. Yeah. September 3rd is the release date. So we'll definitely be checking that out. Cool. Uh, the final thing I have here is, uh, Tenet. Has is getting its HBO Max release or launch date, which will be on May first. Uh, they announced uh, a couple days ago. Uh, so yeah, remember remember when uh, Christopher Nolan was going all crazy about the wanting to release this movie when mm-hmm. we were still in deep in the pandemic last year, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Want, you know, all that shenanigans. So like. This isn't a movie that I'm like losing my mind over watching, but I still want. I was still curious in it. I still want to check it out. I still want to watch it. People have seen it already, and you know I've heard things here and there. But I'm just like I want to watch it for myself. I want to check it out, and we'll yeah. see what happens from there, man. But uh, I haven't seen it yet either. Uh, yeah. So is this is something that you're, you're like? I know you were interested in it. Are you still interested in it, or do you not care anymore? I was, or do you I'm, want no, to, I'm, or? I'm interested in it. I just wasn't interested in it enough to like buy it uh, yeah. and stuff like that. But like, it's coming on HBO Max now. I'll check it out on there. I'll have hopefully have subtitles because I heard the sound mixing is <laughs> not the best. Yeah, like that was the big complaint. Well, yeah. Um, so yeah, I am interested in it a little bit. I'm not like hyper excited or necessarily for it, but I do want to check it out. Yeah, I like that's those, uh... that's how I feel as well. Yeah. Yeah, like 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 for Dune, going back to Dune, I'm excited for Dune, right? Like I'm hyped for Dune, right? Um, but Tenant, yeah. I'm just kind of yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, I got you. Kind of deal, kind of how I'm feeling. Yeah, feeling that's kind of the same way I feel. But I'll check it out. I'm curious. I like Christopher Nolan movies for the first for the most part, but yeah, he was wild in last year with the wanting to release that right away. Yeah. If he, just, if he if he had just been a little bit more patient, like you know, the vaccines are starting to go out and everybody's getting, you know, mm-hmm. if he had if he had been more patient, he could have just released it this year. But hey, man, you know, it's what it is. Yeah, but I, I'll yeah, I'll definitely definitely want to give it a shot and check it out for sure. 
Yeah, so again, right. that is going to be happening on May 1st, I believe. Um, but yeah, that'll do it for our uh, for our movie that news. That's, that's uh, the news, that's everybody. That is all the news. That is all we got. All right. Daniel, do you need a break before we head into the main topic, or are you good to keep rolling? No, I should be good to go. All right. We are going to hit the main topic here. Let me put up a little text thingy here, so if anybody that comes in will know what we're talking about. So... For those of you who are clicking, who clicked on this uh, episode, uh, either on YouTube or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this, watching this, you know what the main topic is. Yes. If you're watching live and you don't know, or, or you know, we're going to be discussing Zack Snyder's Justice League, aka the Snyder Cut, the true version of justice league we're not talking about the justice league we're talking about Zack snyder's <laughs> justice league all right <laughs> so this is your only um, warning we're gonna spoil yeah. the shit out of we're, this. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about it we, we we both watched it we're gonna be getting into detail we're gonna be discussing it the whole thing all of it it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time so again if you haven't uh, seen it yet get out of here go watch it uh it's great uh anyway yeah. All right. I guess so, the best way to go about this is Daniel. Did you like the Snyder Cut? Yeah. So every, so for before I answer that, uh, for those mm-hmm. of you who don't know, we usually when we talk about something, we usually talk about whether or not we like, and uh, so that's how we're gonna go about this uh, today. And uh, yeah, so the question is whether or not I liked it, and I have to say. I did. I really did. I really enjoyed Zack Snyder's Justice. It was, uh, it's, we're going to get into this in detail for sure, but mm-hmm. it's just so different and so much better. And just like, it's just like what it should have always been. But I'm just, I'm just going to say that I'm glad that Zach got to fulfill his vision because we have to remember that there was a while, there was a couple of years there because, because remember justice league, the original, the, the, the abomination from 2017 that, you know, Joss Whedon and the studio and them, uh, you know, released that was 2017. That was almost four years ago. That was three and some change at this point, right? Like three and a, three mm-hmm. and a half or three three and some years ago. There was people out there that were like, you know, saying that the that the Snyder Cut wasn't a thing, that it didn't exist, that you know, everybody who wanted the Snyder Cut, you know, was fool or whatever, right? And here we are in 2021. Today is uh March 22nd at the time of this recording and I can say that I have seen this not only have I seen the Snyder Cut but I enjoyed it very much I'm glad it happened and I'm going to tell you that watching the Snyder Cut watching Zack Snyder's Justice League gave me that DC um, it filled the DC-less void in my system right now because let's be real we don't have a whole lot of dc going on and i love dc 
So I always want there to be like a constant stream of DC stuff to be happening, but we're just kind of in the in the void of nothingness right now. So was so, so combine it with having nothing right now for DC, combine it with being something that we were waiting years for, and then also that it was good, and it just it it I I, I loved it. It would really work for me. So I yeah. So long story short, yes, Josh, I did like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, um, I liked it too. You know, when they first talked about um the Snyder Cut gonna be coming a thing on, on the HBO Max, I was skeptical, right? I'm like, how can you go back and kind of fix that mess? Because by God, the the, the Joss Whedon cut is is just bad. It's just terrible. It's, like it's awful, man. We talked about it during the movie. Like, we can't even... Hard, it was so bad we could hardly remember it. It's almost like we had blocked it out of our fucking mind. Honestly, itself. yeah. I, I've only seen the, the Justice League, the the, the you know, the, the 20th the, the, I'm going to call it the theatrical version. I've only seen the theatrical version once. And honestly, like, I knew it was bad, but, like, when we watched... After we watched the Snyder Cut, I, like, went back... Because I, I'm 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 ashamed to say this, but I actually own the the theatrical version of this movie, <laughs> and I went back and I was zooming through it, right? I was zooming through it, and I just honestly, I did not rem- I I I I knew that Superman had a CG lip. Because obviously it was the big thing that everybody was talking about. Oh my god! I totally forgot that he had it for the whole movie. <laughs> he has it for the entire movie. I thought it was only at the beginning. My mind, my mind only recalled the beginning scene with the CG lip. No, it's the whole fucking thing. You have to watch. I was skimming through that movie, and you see that ugly ass CGI shit lip through the whole movie. <laughs> what? What the hell? It's, it's so bad. It's People, so bad. They paid, they paid how much for that shit? Oh my god, it's so I bad. Just, I would have just let him have the mustache. Honestly, I would just let him keep it. Why not? I would too. Oh my, it's so bad, dude. Like, I, I, to be honest, I, 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 I totally again. I've only, I'd only seen it once, so I completely. Utterly, honestly, forgot that he had that lip problem the entire movie. How did they allow that, dude? Why did they think that was good? That's it's so bad. And then, like, Steppenwolf's design is shitty in the theatrical version too. I, I, that's one thing. That's one thing that I enjoyed from the like one of the smaller things that I enjoyed from the Snyder Cut is like just the the visuals. We don't. You don't have to deal with Superman's shitty lip and. You know, Steppenwolf actually looks more menacing, and we'll get into that a little bit more. But yeah, I mean, what what was the question? What we're we talking about? I'm just. I, I, I got, we were just talking about I, if we liked it or not. That we were talking I, about. Yeah, I just I just got so caught up in this, his fucking lip, dude. The, was, the lip. I cannot believe that they have it in the whole movie, dude. <laughs> How did they allow that? Why did they think that was a good idea? I don't know. Like through the whole movie. Oh my god. It's uh, it's not good. It's not good. No. No, uh, no, no. I wish I had a chance to skim the old version, but I don't 
I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't because I don't know if I, I. I want that trash out of my mind as much well, as I can. I was just trying to compare. Like we just seen the Snyder mm-hmm. cut, so I'm like, what are some of the changes? Because I mean, there's there's a lot of changes in this movie, guys. Like they, there there are obviously things that they keep because some of the stuff Snyder shot himself, you know, and they they kept and mm-hmm. you know there's there's other stuff that they include and they took out in the theatrical version because you know they're fools, but. Like, oh man, it's just, it's just insanity to me, dude. Like just how, how shitty the theatrical version is. And then like, when you look at this, this, you know, Zack Snyder's version and how much better it is, it's fucking mind boggling. And then the other thing, just, just to bring up the the lip again, they start (laughs) off the movie with his lip. (laughs) <laughs> the first thing you see in this movie is like a cell phone footage of Superman and when they do the close up you see that shit and you're like oh man it's, it's, it's so it's bad terrible. dude it's terrible. terrible oh my god it's so bad dude but anyway I'll try not to talk about the lip anymore I'm just <laughs> I just could not believe that the fucking whole movie they have that it's so bad let it go let it go yeah i can finally let it go hurt you uh, anymore (laughs) yeah i i just oh my god it's so fucking it's so fucking bad anyway um so where do we want to go where do we where do we want to start josh because there's a lot there's a lot to go through here um, can we start with the uh, how the Amazons are a bunch of badasses, and I would totally watch a movie that just involved them because oh, that's kind of how we get to <laughs> some of the changes, right? Like, so you want to um, talk about how in this in Zack Snyder's version they don't get punked around and they don't seem weak and you know right? they don't get the you know punked around like they do in the theatrical version. How they actually put up a fight in 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 this you know in, in Zack Snyder's version of uh of the movie and how they show them as these badass warrior women that they're supposed mm-hmm. to be and are fucking jacked by the way fucking oh, yeah. muscular as shit looking like badass warriors abs. Um, when he's like when when Steppenwolf's like uh, 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 sh- show me your fear right and like she's like. Uh, Amazons, show him your fear, and they seem they scream, "We have no fear." That shit's yeah. dope. Yeah, this is awesome. Like the literally within the first, oh shit, I don't even remember how early that is in the movie. It's like within the first ten, fifteen minutes of it, um, they show it's, the Amazons being just badasses, and I'm yeah, it's instantly the, uh, better. Yeah, the Amazon stuff was part one, so it was like right, pretty much right off the bat. Um. Obviously, I mean, it's not right off the bat because, I mean, they start off the movie with, you know, here's a recap of Dawn of Justice where, you know, Superman gets killed and, you know, because of him dying, he awakens the mother boxes and then, you know, mm-hmm. Cyborg is near one of them and, you know, his you get to see him with the mother box and and all that stuff. Um, but, yeah, then, then you know, they get, a, again, Superman's, Superman's death awakens the mother boxes and then, you know, we have Steppenwolf going to the Amazons to pick it up or get grab, grab one of them. And uh, yeah. yeah, you get to see, you get to see the Amazonians go to work and it's glorious and it's great. In a scene that feels very much like rogue, the end of rogue one with spoilers. If you haven't seen rogue one, what are you doing here? 
spoiler alert for Rogue One, the Vader scene. Yeah. You know, like it feels very much like that. We're trying to get the mother box out of this temple and try and seal it off, and it feels very much like that to me. That's exactly what it felt like to me. I, 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 I like literally mentioned it when, when, when watching the movie. I was mm-hmm. like, this feels like the Amazonians are the rebel fleet troopers getting over here, just fucking crushed one by one. Where Steppenwolf is our raider in this case. Mm-hmm. And by the way, they actually made Steppenwolf feel like a like a threat, like like he's menacing and 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 you know like he's worthy of you know. He's just he's one of the one of several characters that story was made a lot better in this version. Yes, not only because not he, only he feels like an actual character. Yeah, because right? he feels like he, like the motivation is actually there. You know, like like you can mm-hmm. you know like if you you feel the motivation and you see why he's doing this and. Because in the other version, like I don't even remember, but it was some bullshit. Like, it, 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 like they, they, like obviously, and you know, this version is four hours long, so they they have more to get into. To be fair, um, but yeah, I mean, there's the, you 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 feel the the motivations, and you 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 see the the story that these characters are given, and then again, I mentioned it earlier. But Steppenwolf actually, his design changes. I I, impro- I actually approve of a lot more in this version. Mm-hmm. The to- the 2017 version, I I think th- I'm gonna go with the internet and and how they joke about him. They say he looks like a PS2 villain in the in the in the theatrical version. So I'm gonna yeah. I mean he does. He looks like a fucking PS2 villain in that movie. Yeah, he does. Um, so he looks a lot better in this one. Uh, his armor is dope. Like yeah, it, it's really, you really know, cool. when the, the, the Amazonians like, shoot, him, shoot him, with him with arrows. arrows. Yeah. yeah. And then he kind of just like, you know. Flexes them out. <laughs> exactly. It's armor's kind of cool. <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah, and then you have, uh, you know, Diana's mama, the, the queen over here with the mother box running away. And you got these brave Amazonian women like shooting arrows at the mother box and like launching that shit to the other side while they're yeah, dying. Yeah, and like and... and fighting, fighting him off and like. I love the uh, the shot where it's one of the Amazonians and she's like wrapping the rope around the mother box and an arrow and she shoots it off like just and turns around just moments before she's killed by Steppenwolf. Like it yep. felt like like yeah they're doing what they can to try to keep him from winning. Like it doesn't matter if they're staying back and dying, they're doing what it takes. So it just and they just hey. felt like it's what they should have felt like all along. It's what they always should have been. They're Amazonians. They're warriors, right? Like. They they train their whole lives to be fighters. Yeah, which is yeah, and and this and this version of the movie shows you that, and the 2017 mm-hmm. theatrical one does not. It feels like they just get like punked and owned, and like you know, like they don't stand, they they don't put up a good fight. Whereas here we see them put up a good fight, and like if Steppenwolf didn't teleport away, he would have had like a hundred thousand more Amazonians on his punk ass, like right after that. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean it was they 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 put up a fight, but I mean obviously to progress the story they have to lose the mother box. So oh, yep, um, that was a great scene. I, I I really 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 enjoyed that whole. Yeah, I I enjoyed the shit out of the Amazonians kind of getting their their moment to shine in the opening of the movie instead yeah. of just getting punked on by fucking Steppenwolf and his pair of demons. Uh, what's next do we want to talk about 
I mean, there's so much to talk about. Like, where where do we even go from here? Um, there was. All right, let's let's talk about like some characters that were not that were not included in the 2017 version that were in this one. Okay. For example, like uh, Willem Dafoe's character, um, when we see Aquaman for the first time. Uh, he, I don't think he's in the theatrical version. I don't think so. I don't think so. I can't remember. So we see him for the first time, and then he, you know, he's, he's, he's he gives a little bit more to Aquaman's story because obviously this, like, this version of the movie is released in 2021. So obviously it's after the Aquaman movie, but I believe the Justice League movie takes place before the Aquaman movie chronologically, right? Yes, I think like, so. So, like, it's cool seeing him before the movie, you know, and then, yeah, we get a little bit more about Arthur and, you know, his, his story there, if you haven't seen Aquaman. um, So that's cool. I mean, each one, every one of these characters gets, like, the main ones get, like, a little bit more, or even not the main ones, like, a lot of these characters get more added to their story, like, like it's, 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 it's actually pretty, pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, how they do it. The fucking Barry Allen, the Flash, actually gets a proper introduction this time, like a little, like yeah. a, a little bit in there, and like gets more to do toward the end, which we're not talking about yet. But uh. well, he, well, I, if I had to say, like, since you touched <laughs> on that, the Flash and Cyborg get like so much more to do in this movie. Yes, they do. They get shafted so hard, especially Cyborg in the in the theatrical version. Cyborg and in like, this movie is a main character in the Snyder yeah, Cut. He's a he's a main fucking character. Like he's, he's like important. The, he's like the driving force of this movie. Mm-hmm. In 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 the Snyder Cut version, um, yeah, him and Cyborg and the Flash get stepped up. To be honest, out of all the out of all the Justice League, the main the main characters like Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman. You know, Aquaman, Cyborg, Flash. Out of all of them, I think the one that had the the weakest performance, and I don't mean that acting wise. I don't, I don't, I don't mean. I just mean character, like in terms of character, because I think you know they were all good acting wise. Like I have no issues with the acting or anything. I'm talking strictly characters. I think Aquaman had the weakest performance out of all of them. Yeah, I'd say out of all of them, I think he is the weakest. He, which isn't he even kinda, like a knock on him. Yeah, no, because he kind of gets like mm-hmm. punked around a little bit here and there in the fights and stuff, and you know. But he does like get a badass moment toward the end, which is pretty dope. He does. We'll talk about that later. But, I, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just saying, out of all of them, I think he had like you know, the least the least amount of badassery at all. Of them in terms yeah. of like what they did in the movie and all that stuff. Um, which uh, character did you enjoy the most? The uh, most? Yeah, because um, like for me, it's kinda... Batman. I enjoyed Batman a lot in the Snyder Cut more because he's like. He's a watching his character arc from I'm recruiting this team to uh to we need to bring back Superman to to the conclusion yeah. to everything like he's a driving force and it's just like faith Alfred faith you know like like that shit I enjoyed that a lot I really enjoyed um I his, like I like his, his I like arc. Batman's line where he's like uh um where they're they're talking about like it's it's when they're all together and he's like well they he, they they haven't fought us not together or not united or something you know that that line mm-hmm. that he does towards the end 
And that's a great fucking line. I like that one. Uh, yeah, Bat- Batman's. He, yeah, he he he's like he does the 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 team. He he builds the team together. He brings everybody together. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the the where he be, where he meets Barry and like you know he throws the batarang and you know mm-hmm. Barry's like oh shit this is Bruce Wayne you know. Mm-hmm. Which by the way I will say on that moment when he meets um um Barry and they're leaving towards this you know, the airport or whatever. When he's leaving in the car, you see a uh, like a billboard or a sign or something that says "You are not alone." Mm-hmm. That is obviously very uh, much for his uh, his Zack Snyder's daughter Autumn, who uh, you know uh, passed away, uh, which is the reason why he couldn't uh, f- uh, you know work on the original movie when when that happened. Um, and then at the end of the movie, he also has a for Autumn at the end, and he. And the credit song is Hallelujah, which is which was Autumn's favorite song. Um, so it was cool, you know, to finally have this vision, this version of the movie out in, in honor of her uh, as well. So I just wanted to yeah, mention that yeah. real quick. But um, yeah, uh, Batman was, yeah, I, I, he wasn't my favorite character in the movie, but he was cool, yeah. Gotcha. I think for me, it's kind of tough because I, like, I'll be honest. Like, Ezra Miller is not my favorite, like, actor. Like, I don't particularly like feel strongly one way or the other about the guy. Um, but I, I thought his Flash was was pretty decent for what he got to do. There was a couple of moments that, like, I was like. Like, what are you doing, Barry? Like, you could be doing a lot more than what you're doing. Do you remember the scene where um, Steppenwolf has Silas Stone, you know, uh, Victor's dad. Uh-huh. And he's got, like, all them, all them people, uh, you know, captured. And and he's, like, about to, like, he's, like, threatening them or whatever. And Cyborg comes in and, like, shoots Steppenwolf and, you know, the fight ensues, and then, like, they're, like, trying to lead the people up the stairs, right? Yeah. And the Flash is just, like, running around, like, not doing anything. Like, like, dude, like, can't you just help, can't you just, like, grab all these people and, like, fucking speed your ass up the stairs, dude? Like, <laughs> like, Barry's, like, a little faster, please, and he's not even doing anything to help. I'm like, what are you doing, Barry? <laughs> help him out, dude. You're the fastest motherfucker here, and you're not even helping him out. So that was kind of weird to me. But that being said, when they got outside and he did that cool ass thing where he was like running around in circles and mm-hmm. you see all the blue effects and everything, that was fucking cool. Yeah, that, that was, was really cool. cool to see. But yeah, there's some moments I'm like, what are you doing, Barry? But anyway, going back to his introduction, you mentioned his introduction earlier. To touch on that for a little bit, it was finally cool to see that because we also got to see Iris, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the car. She did it. There was an there was a what's the what's the term for it a, a, a weird amount of staring at each other maybe yeah <laughs> for, two, for, for two people who had never met I guess at this point uh for them to just be staring at each other like that I, shit could you imagine just going out somewhere and then some girl staring at you like that like <laughs> that's that's like that's like that's like let's get it on type of stare you know maybe I mean? I maybe know. that's why Barry was staring back he's not used to that you know. <laughs> like... 
because Barry's <laughs> a real he's a really awkward dude in this in this mm-hmm. you know in the in the DCEU like he's like when 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 Bruce you know recruits him to the team he's like I'm in because I need more friends or whatever you know so mm-hmm. like he's, he's a, you know he's a very uh yeah he's 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 a, he's a weird guy but but going back to his introduction scene. It was cool, like when he was like when the accident happened and everything. You know, when he started going, going fast. When you when you zoom down to his shoes, like fucking getting ev- eviscerated. Yeah, it's just, it's just too fucking fast. They explode, and then he like pokes his finger through the window, and the glass just breaks all cool like and stuff, and that kind of stuff is cool. It was weird how he was like caressing her face a little bit, and then like. Some like there's like music playing in the background. He's just staring at her, and then he like you see him stare off to the side, and he grabs a fucking wiener dog from the that's, fucking. That's the uh, one thing I have an issue with in that scene is like I do not need to see him grab the hot dog. Like you could have cut that and just cut back into the when he goes back in, he just has one. Like I've already like, seen the hot dog thing. <laughs> I didn't need that. Like he could have gotten it, but I I don't I don't know if they should spend so much time on it. You know what I mean? I was just—it just had me like, when, what the when fuck? He's, when he's fast, everything else is slow. So you're just kind of like there, and he's like looking at her, and then he like touches her, and then he looks, and then there's the hot dog, and then he like slowly reaches for it, grabs, it, and we see him slowly grab it, put it into his pocket. And it's like, dude, like I get it, but yeah, it, it was kind of weird, but whatever, I don't know. And all because that dude was trying to grab his burger, man. He dropped the burger and he caused <laughs> a crash, man. Look, man, you know, sometimes it's burger time and you can't. But yeah, you but know I what? Mean, I ain't grabbing on, that man. shit off the floor, though. That's nasty. <laughs> but anyway, that, it, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, it was a cool intro scene, I suppose. And then the way he like goes back and, you know, makes everything seem like everything's normal. He's like, oh, I, I hope everybody's okay. And the lady just looks at him and he's like, oh, I, I always carry meats for the dogs or whatever. He pulls up the fucking. So I guess that that was pretty uh that was pretty all right. Um, um Yeah, so the question was like I went on this whole thing with Barry, but the question was who you you said who was my favorite character? Yeah, who do you enjoy the most in this? Who I enjoy the most, that's what it was. Um fuck. I want to say I want to say that it was Superman, but I mean, I'm just a Superman fan in general, though. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are not are not the biggest fans of him because they're like, oh, he's too OP. And, you know, you know, he once they get him into the party, then like, you know, everybody else is useless, which I disagree with. But um, Superman is OP like he is. But. um, um I want to say Superman, but. Because again, I really like I really like the character, and I like Henry Cavill playing Superman, and I want to see more Henry Cavill as Superman and all that stuff. But he's like not really in the whole lot of the movie. Like he's so it's kind of like I feel like it's kind of a cheap answer to say because he's kind of like in. Man, man, what you en- what you enjoy is what you enjoy. It's not and cheap. I and the and the and the black suit is fucking le- legit. I think it looks cool as fuck too. It was badass, and I'm just and again, I'm just happy I don't have to stare at that ugly CG lip anymore. So that, <laughs> that, so that's another reason why I like Superman a lot more in this movie. He wasn't um, no honey lip, that's for sure. Yeah, he wasn't no honey lip. That's a, a city of mist. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really like Diana too, though. Diana is fucking 
She's. I guess if I had to say, maybe Diana out of all out of like the main group, probably her. Gotcha. Like super, and, and of course Superman, but again, he's kind of like not really in the movie until you know he needs to be. But I mean, which and 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 like I really enjoyed Cyborg's character being expanded upon too and everything. But I mean, I just Diana's just badass, and like every time I listen to her theme, dude, I I just. Probably yeah, probably Diana for me. I don't know. She was she was just super super cool. Like the the beginning scene where she's like in the 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 you know the hostage situation and you know they got the bombs and she just like blocks all those because normally you see her going super fucking fast blocking all those bullets and dashing and kicking dudes and like doing all that stuff right. Normally we would see those scenes like in slow mo like we see her doing that stuff and it's like really slow motion and she's kicking a dude and stuff and. You see it all like slowly and everything, but in this movie, we see that shit. She's going fucking light. She's going. She's zooming, man, and it is <laughs> so cool to see with that. And then you have the music blaring in the back, and it's like, oh, it's incredible. So I love that. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, I, 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 I suppose if I had to, if I had to choose, it would probably be Diana. All right. Yeah. I'm just curious. I have the characters that I enjoyed. Which is sad to say, but I probably enjoyed everything she had to do in this movie more than the entirety of Wonder Woman 84. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's a whole other topic. Um, yeah, I like uh, I like Diana in this. Uh, okay. Um, wait, we get a lot of time with Cyborg in the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut, which is a good thing. Like, his story is very interesting and cool as well. And even though I'm like, Batman is like my number one, uh, and I like his arc through the story, but like Cyborg, Victor Stone, like we see his origin story. We see yeah. what a good kid he is in, in like in the scene with his, in the, in the, in the, uh, principal's office or whatever the university's yeah, with office his, with, his, with his mom and then you uh-huh. can see, you can see the, the football star that he is as well yeah i just it just it says a lot about it, even though he's not in the scene it's his mother talking to the principal about how like you know he has, a, he has a good heart he was just trying to help that girl what did you do to help that girl you know yeah like, like, like yep. it shows him having the foundations to be a hero before he ever becomes one right like he's got the heart he's got the spirit um you got the touch you got, you the, got power. the power yeah, yeah. but uh, uh, uh yeah no, that does and then also there's another scene which by the way a lot of his stuff is cut from the uh from the theatrical version but another scene in particular that was cut from the theatrical version was one where he's um looking at the cameras and there's like this uh single mother who's like you know struggling mm-hmm. and like he he like uh what's the word here he um uh, makes makes it so that she's a uh um selected winner of like a lottery or something and she gets like a, a good amount of money in her account and stuff and she's like freaking out and i i think that's just such a such a good you know a good um good hearted scene in the movie where you know mm-hmm. it just you, makes you feel good you get to see what a good what a good uh, man he is, and uh, he just uh, and he just kind of smiles like it's a callback to that earlier 
uh, a scene with the, his mom and the principal where he's like, yeah, he, he got in there and, and changed that girl's grade. And now he has yeah. this, because he's cyborg now, he's got power over everything. He's got power over nukes. He could launch nukes, them with yeah. a thought. There's like, literally scenes in the movie where you see him like walking around and he like moves nukes with his hand and all his other, like his dad has a recording for him and he listens to it and he's like, we're, you know, we're all at your mercy, Vic. Like you can control mm-hmm. all this shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see all that. But yeah, Cyborg story, man, he gets so much more to do in this. Like it's 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 a it's a crime and a shame that they remove so much of his, his story. Oh, absolutely. His absolutely it is. Cuz to be honest, you know, I don't he's... even re- I don't even remember like his the entirety of his story in the theatrical version, but it's nowhere near enough this. Like He's actually like a really, like, like like he's a driving force of this movie, man. Like you mm-hmm. know, with his dad and him, and like it's so much they cut out, and it's, it's he's insane. a lot. He's a lot of the emotion in this movie, you know. Yeah. Like he's a lot of uh, you know why wasn't dad there, you know? And he's like you know he's crying, like got tears in his eyes, and the scene with the car with his mom right before the accident, and then at the end when he's like, I'm not broken. I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that all that's a lot of emotion that that was important to this movie that for the life of me, I do not understand why the fuck they cut. Like, I, uh, I, seriously. I don't know, man. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no fucking idea why they why they cut so much. Um... I mentioned earlier um, the topic of um, characters who were not in the previous version with uh, Willem Dafoe's character. Um, let's talk about a character that I've been wondering, where where the hell has this character been for the past however many movies? But it's a character that they introduced when... Uh, you think that uh, Ma Kent is going over to talk to uh, uh, Lois after mm-hmm. you know you see Lois being all sad that Superman's not there, and you see like a pregnancy test and stuff, and so you see you, you think Ma Kent talks to Lois. She's like, "Oh, you so you can do something for me. You can come back to the world or whatever, right?" And then Ma Kent leaves the door, and her eyes glow red, and it turns out to be. The fucking Martian Manhunter. Like, where the hell have you been for the past five <laughs> movies, dude? What are you doing? Just sit, fucking sitting your ass down, not helping out with all this shit, man. All right. So the Martian Manhunter's in this. And, like, here's a fun fact. You know, at the end of the movie, or I don't know if it's a fact, but it's a, a fun rumor that I heard. I don't know. I don't know how true it is or not. Maybe it's a fact. Um, and you know, at the end of the movie, when when the when the Martian's like, "Oh, you can call me Martian Manhunter," and he goes mm-hmm. to meet he goes to meet Bruce because he's like, "Oh, Darkseid isn't done with the world yet because he's you know we, we have a war coming or whatever." I'll be mm-hmm. in touch. That that whole thing. Apparently, I heard. I'm not sure how true this is, but at the end of the movie, when Martian Manhunter approaches Batman. I heard that was supposed to be John Stewart's Green Lantern instead of Martian Manhunter. I feel like w- I've heard that too. But that WB said no, so they included the Martian Manhunter. 
Now, again, I don't know how true that is, but that's an in, that's interesting. Interesting for several things because number one, I feel like I kind of don't like that Ma Kent wasn't actually Ma Kent and she was Martian Manhunter. I would have much preferred if that was actually her talking. I agree to with Lola. that. I like. I feel like that would have just been more. I think it would have been better. I don't know, like, because because we have we have the history of Lois and Ma Kent. Like, why why do you not make that her and why do you have to make that Martian Manhunter? I feel like that was such a weird spot for him for them to put him in. Like, I get that they wanted to maybe put him in the movie and introduce him, but like, that's literally the only other scene that he's in other than the end. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like if they if they like took him out of that scene and they only made him into that ending scene, it would have made more sense for me because like if martian manhunter is just chilling while all this shit is going down why isn't he helping what the fuck is he doing you know yeah whereas you know if he comes in at the end you're like all right well i mean he he didn't help anyway but at least he wasn't in the movie earlier and could have helped you know what i mean (laughs) yeah that's that's just how i feel about it but it's just i don't know it's weird i like his inclusion but i just i don't like where they did it as I like the end. I like his inclusion at the end of the movie, but not in the middle. Where, oh, and uh, you know, just disguising himself as fucking Ma Kent to get to Lois, you know, like it's that's one of those. It's one of those things where it's like there probably would have been an explanation in like a sequel, right? Like, why didn't you help us with fucking Steppenwolf, huh? And then they would throw it off as like one liner somewhere along the way. But since we're probably, I you know, since it's this. We'll probably never get the answer to that. Uh, and then the character yeah, of the Martian I agree Manhunter, with you. the actor was in these movies since Man of Steel, so he was in since the beginning, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, like, what have you been doing all these years, man? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like where... That's just my question. Where has this character been? Because I'm going to be honest with you. Like, this version of the Justice League movie is now canon for me. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care if it's non-canon and and the other one is. This one is the one I'm going with. Um, because it's the true original vision that it was supposed to be. So I'm going with that. But it's probably not canon, you know, because you know, I don't yeah. know if they're continuing to do these movies or not. But it's 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 real to me. Damn it. Well, here's um, what I got to say on that. When everybody's like, "Well, they're, this person's leaving this, and they don't ever want to do it again," and uh, this this version of this is ending, and they're never going to do it again. Why the what what makes you say that other than like you read it on the internet somewhere? Let me tell you something, buddy. Let me tell you all something. Let me fucking talks, okay? Like it does. Like there's been plenty of and let me tell you the biggest reason I say this is every wrestler I've ever known is like I'm quitting the business and then they're unretired two months later. Okay, so don't give me that it's over with because we're not because we said we're not gonna do this anymore. I don't believe that for a second. Now, if this was a big enough hit, I think there could be, like, maybe they want to continue this some other way. Uh, a comic book, or an animated movie, anything, really. Like, money t- money talks, bro. It always has. Yeah. Like, there's been plenty of actors being like, you know what, I don't know if I'll come back to this. And then, they, and then the next thing you know, here's a gigantic contract signed, okay? Like, you know, uh, I don't believe... Uh, whenever you, somebody says to me, yeah, well, they said they're not going to do it anymore. It just makes me roll my eyes because it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's like saying somebody is going to do something. <laughs> like, you know, like that's what I got to say. 
like on on those subjects of like canon, non-canon, whatever. Yeah. yeah Somebody says they're quitting. That, that doesn't mean thick in that industry. It really does not. Yeah, to me. I hope they continue this uh, version. I, I would actually like for them to. I I would as well. I hope they do continue it. As we know, DC is one of those universes that can have multiple multiverses or, you know, mm-hmm. they can have multiple things. So they have, I mean, they already did the Joker, so that's its own thing. They're doing the Batman. That's its own thing. How I don't see why they can't do all of that together and just have them be their own, you know, separate different things if you want to do that. You know what I mean? They're fucking comic book movies, man. Every well, yeah. look at the comics. Like there's five million different designs of Batman, Superman, and all their friends. You know, like yeah. Aquaman. There's always, like there's always gonna be a million and one incarnations of characters. I'm, so I've never understood why everybody yeah. was like, we can just have one. Bullshit. You have a whole universe. Why are you putting yourself in a fucking box like that? Yeah. So I do hope they continue the the you know the DCEU because mm-hmm. to be honest, like watching this movie, yeah, I'm like I, I want to see what happens next because there's some Martian Manhunter, uh, all the nightmare stuff which we haven't touched upon yet. But at the end of the movie, there's an epilogue that has a nightmare sequence. So you're like, what the hell? They've been doing that since I think BVS. You're like 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 I want to see the continuation of that because it's that's that's just weird as hell. Like spoiler alert for the epilogue of fucking uh, Justice League. There's an epilogue scene in the in in you know in the nightmare stuff that has Batman, uh, the Flash, Mera, Deathstroke, which you're like, what the fuck? Deathstroke is here with them, and mm-hmm. then they have the Joker in there. Which, by the way, to touch on the Joker, there he is. Look at that card. To touch on the Joker real quick, I thought that the Jared Leto's Joker was like so much better in this short epilogue than right? he was in Suicide Squad. He was. He was like so much better in this than he was in Suicide Squad. I'm like, what the hell? Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's just crazy. Like, I'd be curious to see more more about that nightmare stuff. I don't know what the hell's going on there, really. But I'm, I'm obviously we know that this this happened because you know they let Lois die and Superman is just going ham at going ham after everybody. Because the Joker tells him, you know, he fucks with Bruce and he's like, uh. You know, uh, it all it all this happened because you know you let you let her die, and mm-hmm. and he, he keep the card, Bruce. We'll have a truce. And uh, why you send a boy wonder to do a man's job? To do a man's like, job, yeah. Like that shit's good. That's pretty yeah, good that's, shit. Yeah, I I enjoyed again again I enjoyed that Joker that version of that Joker way more than this. Like like, like like Vince McMahon. That's good shit. <laughs> well so much more than i did in suicide Squad. but anyway yeah so i want to see stuff like that i want to I, I just want to see these characters continue man like we got superman back now give me more fucking superman dude yeah let him rock the suit for a little bit i want more superman damn it um yeah i just there's so much in here that's that's like they could expand upon man like i just yeah yeah, and then yeah, we finally got bald headed Lex Luthor, which I'm not the biggest fan. I'm like, like I think Jesse Eisenberg as an actor is whatever, but he he was never my choice for Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I'm like, you know what? I like Jesse Eisenberg, but 
but he's the Lex Luthor in this version, so they, they gotta stick with him. And he's bald now, so they gotta, you know, they gotta stick with it. I was super curious to see fucking Joe Manganiello's Deathstroke, though. Like, I want to see that, man. Like, I want to see him and Batman fucking going at it. Ben Affleck versus fucking Joe Manganiello, dude. That would be badass. Mm-hmm. I know we said this during when we were watching the movie, but I don't know if we said it on on this, but I like Batfleck. I liked I liked Affleck as Batman. Like, he had the I, big uh, jacked look and everything. I liked it. Yeah, I did too. I like Batfleck as well. I liked him since BBS. Um, yeah, I, 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 and then speaking of Batfleck, fucking, he lost his Batmobile. And what did he do? He made a fucking bat tank at the end of the movie. <laughs> I was like, this dude went from a fucking Batmobile to a bat tank. That's, I that mean, he's huge, man. Look, but he's got the best superpower. Okay, we've he's talked got, about yeah. this. Money, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, I'm I mean, rich. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Barry, Barry asks him, like, what's your superpower? Rich. Yeah. I'm rich. Is you have a satellite? I have six. <laughs> I'm more surprised that, that you're like, you don't have satellite. <laughs> Somebody said he should have been like, um, he should have said, I used to have seven or something like that because there's one that gets destroyed in Man of Steel or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I heard somebody say that and that made me crack. I was like, yeah, that'd be kind of funny. funny. <laughs> um, honestly, from what I remember of, uh, and some people might disagree with me, but like the original, the theatrical version, people were saying like it had more humor, but I don't remember laughing at it that much. I feel like I laughed more at some of the jokes in the Snyder Cut than I did at. I think. And I think it's. I think that's just the diff because, I think this is the difference in humor. Like you have yeah. Joss Whedon's humor versus Zack Snyder's humor. I don't like Joss Whedon's humor. <laughs> but also, like, you have. I felt like in this version of the movie, you let the characters be more natural and more of themselves, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, in the theatrical version, you have them, like, fighting each other and stuff, which is obviously another Joss Whedon thing, because, you know, as we know in the Avengers movie, he always liked to make them fight each other as well, mm-hmm. which works for those characters, but it didn't work for these guys, and, you know, in, in the theatrical version. So I always felt that was kind of weird. Like you have a little bit of like, there's like a little bit, I don't want to say beef, but there's like some weird shit going on between Bruce and Diana and the theatrical version. Yeah. That like, that like is like non-existent in this version. Yeah. And then like, even to like the, to getting down to the plan of bringing back Superman, they're like, like nobody says anything in this version. But I think in the other version, I want to say it was like Batman or somebody that that mentions it. But I don't know. I just, yeah, it's just it's just small things like that that just make that make this like even better, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like when when Bruce and Diana accidentally touch hands when they go for the mouse on the computer. Like it instantly made me think of the Justice League cartoon growing up, and and Batman and Wonder Woman kind of have this this kind of romance. They may or may not kind of thing going on. It made me. It instantly took me back to that, and I was like, "Hey, yeah, I always liked that in the in the OG, you know, <laughs> like it." Yeah. So it was nice. That also that. Speaking, of, speaking of romance, it reminds me of when uh, the Flash was talking to the Cyborg, and he's like, uh, "Yo, you think uh, you think she go for younger guys?" And he's like, "Barry, 
she's 5,000 years old. Every guy's a younger guy. Yeah, a younger guy. <laughs> yeah, like, that's funny. That was great, yeah. Yeah, so stuff uh, like that is, like, that's good, you know? Good mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, man, yeah, I, I enjoy things like that. Um, I think I want... Maybe we can talk about... about uh... Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I just want to bring up, uh, like, Superman again, because mm-hmm. I... I forgot to mention when I was talking about him earlier. Um, when he gets his black suit, when you get to hear Pa Kent and Russell Crowe, you know, yeah, Dorel and stuff, and and it's like that moment in Man of Steel when he's flying for the first time. You know, you can see the hand, the fist on the floor, on the you know the the floor, and the music is swelling, and you see him fly, and it's so good, dude. It gives me those Man <laughs> of Steel vibes, and I love it, dude. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. Love yeah. It. Uh, we, we, I was gonna say we haven't even mentioned that Dark Side's in this fucking movie. Dark Side's in this oh, fucking yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dark Side is in this, which he wasn't in the uh, theatrical. So I'm like, no, dude, it's it's oh, man. I will say the one thing that's kind of weird about having him in this movie is we're gonna we're gonna let's talk about the scene. Yeah, the one where. He, we see him for the first time, and like he's in going into battle when they first arrive on Earth, and we have the old gods with the Amazonians and and the humans and the Atlanteans, and then we have you know a Green Lantern there, and we have like Zeus and Ares, and you know all everybody's there, and they're all fighting. You know, you have like the three the three dudes with the, the mother boxes, and you see Dark Side and the pair of demons and they're all fighting each other and you see this cool battle go out and dark side kills the green lantern and like he stabs him in the chest and chops his hand off and you see the ring fly away he tries uh-huh. to grab the ring and he just Could gets you hit imagine by... him with a ring jesus christ that'd be crazy <laughs> but you see him like get shot by zeus's lightning i think and then he just gets hit with an with aries's axe and dude I did not expect to see Darkseid get fucked up in that. Yeah, he gets a little. He gets a little. Uh, he gets a he little punked f- on. He gets fucked <laughs> up, dude. Like, like <laughs> he's like bleeding on the floor, and they have to drag his ass out of there. That was that was kind of weird. I, I'm like, I'm not used to seeing him get his ass beat like that so much. So that right. was kind of weird. But I mean, I, I'm. I guess it shows you how much of badasses the old gods are, man. I mean, That's what I was kind of curious. Like, how strong are they supposed to be? Because like, because that was like oof. Ares and and Zeus just fucking tearing his ass up, dude. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, Ares was the main villain of the uh, Wonder Woman first ones. He's the one that fucked up Darkseid, apparently. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they had to drag his ass out of there because in the original version, that was Steppenwolf that was in that scene. Because they didn't obviously Darkseid wasn't in it, so they they had Steppenwolf be that guy. Because you know they're after the anti life, you know anti life matter thing, and you know all that stuff, and they couldn't terraform Earth because you know the Earth was the first planet that you know that prevailed against the assault of you know fucking apocalypse and stuff, you know. So uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That scene is weird to me because I just I was just like. Like Darkseid gets legit, or yeah, he gets legitimately fucked up over here, and I'm like, wow, that's uh, that's something. But I mean, hey, dude, I guess Zeus and Ares are fucking OP as hell, dude. If they're able to fuck mm-hmm. up Darkseid like that, um, yeah, 
don't know. That was kind of, but it was it was really cool to see Darkseid though in other parts of the movie too. Like, like towards the end of the movie when they kill Steppenwolf. Spoiler alert. Which, by the way, <laughs> Steppenwolf has such a cooler death in this. Yeah, he does. He gets fucking tore up. He, first of all, it's the moment that Josh mentions that Aquaman has. Which, if you want to mm-hmm. say what it is, Josh, go for it. Oh, fucking like Steppenwolf is like watching. He's got like his back turned. <laughs> Uh, toward I think Cyborg and and Superman as they've just uh broken like the uh, the mother boxes apart, uh, and I'm just like this whole time I'm just thinking you are dumb to turn your back on those guys, and I was right because fucking Aquaman stabs the shit out of him with that trident, and fucking just hoists him up, and just like fucking holds him there on it for a minute, and it's just like. That moment is so badass, and then it just gets even more badass. Um, Superman uh, flies in there and fucking yeah. gives him the gives him the punch, sends him flying, and then we're seeing him go in slow mo, and then we see Diana get ready for the for the finishing <laughs> finishing hit. She sweeps up, and like with one stroke of her sword, just slobs this dude's head off. Mm. And as we go back to normal, you know, we get out of the slow mo. Steppenwolf flies into the portal and dark and we see well before that we see dark side like you know with his hands behind his back classic dark side mm-hmm. turns around and we see granny goodness and you know the sod next to him there on the side and uh yeah fucking Steppenwolf's flying head and body go towards him and dark side just stomps on his head and then basically they just the justice league and dark side say nothing to each other the portal closes and Dark Side's like, uh, you know, we'll do this the old way. Mm-hmm. Prepare the fleet or whatever, you know. That was pretty cool. Um, I do. I, I fucking <laughs> love that Wonder Woman theme so much, man. <laughs> it's so, it's so good. good. That shit gets me so damn hype. I was listening to it yesterday while Majin was, was having Sue Cam on. And let me tell you, watching Sue chase around a laser pointer while listening to Wonder Woman's Wrath is, is intense. <laughs> Because she's like head bobbing and moving and all kinds of stuff. It's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dark Side for the for the uh, short amount of screen time that he had in this, because obviously he wasn't meant to be the main villain. He's just like the the ominous threat in the background, you know. He's like Thanos, and you know, in I, I think of it as like Loki is Steppenwolf as like you have the main villain of the movie, and then you have Thanos, you know, as Dark Side is the ominous threat in, in the back, you know, so. Obviously, though, Steppenwolf is a bit more badass because he, in terms of like he gets shit done himself by killing motherfuckers. But anyway, I'm not gonna make that comparison. Loki and Steppenwolf are not the same character at all. But anyway, yeah. Um. Yeah. So again, yeah, Steppenwolf had a lot more to do. He's he's another character that had a lot more. You know, we mentioned it briefly earlier, but yeah, him, Steppenwolf, Flash, Cyborg. Um. Oh, we didn't even mention it yet, but fucking we get Ryan Chow, fucking Choi in this movie too, dude. Yeah. Which wasn't at all in the other movie. So it's like, what the hell? And we get this guy in here too? Like, just another character that wasn't even involved in the theatrical version. You know, <laughs> him, fucking Willem Dafoe, fucking uh, Martian Manhunter. Like, wh- like, where you guys been this entire time, man? Hell, Cyborg's dad and mom. 
Like, yeah, Silas, dude. Yeah, and his, yeah, he's and pretty important role in this film. The Stones, man, they they have uh, they have they have a thing to they have some story to tell here, man. It was it was great to see. It was really I thought it was well done. And which which again is just mind boggling because it's like it's such an emotional part of the movie, right? Like all that is just completely like just non-existent in the theatrical. It's like what the hell? Like how did you guys? Why? It's 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 amazing. It's mind-boggling. Silas um, has a lot to do in this movie. Like he a does. Lot. Like I like even his sacrifice was like I thought it was well done because like I you think that his sacrifice is in vain because like he tries you you're at the time you think. That he's like trying to destroy the cube, and you're like, oh well, he, you know, he killed himself for no reason or whatever. But in reality, you know that that's not true because he, his sacrifice was made in order to mark the box so mm-hmm. that they could know where it is. So Silas, big brain man, he know he knows he knew what he's doing, man. Although he goes I have out to like say, a champ. he's very stoic in that moment. He does, but that's that's got to be a horrible way to go. That yeah. Sucks. But he went out his own way, and uh, because of him, they were able to know where it, where he was, you know. So, mm-hmm. shout out to Silas Stone for being a real one and uh, allowing them to be able to find that that uh, mother box. Um, yeah. Oh uh, man, what else should we mention? Um. We already mentioned that that some of these characters get more screen time. Um, I think the money shot changes in this movie. Like what I what I mean by money shot is like the the hero shot where you have everybody all in the same shot, you know, and they're all like posing mm-hmm. and stuff. I think it's different in this movie. I, I could be wrong. It might be the same, but like I don't know. I, it felt different to me. But again, I've only seen the theatrical version once, so I don't. But that. But anyway, I I thought it was cool. Um. And I think the moment where Aquaman says "Mama," I think that's different too. Yeah, the movie. I think so as well. Yeah, I could be wrong, but again, it, it felt like it was different to me. Um, we were, I, I mentioned already how how Stephen Stephen Wolf was actually kind of a G in this movie. Like he was he was he was wrecking shop, dude. Like from the Amazonians, like dude. There was a one point where I forgot to mention during the Amazonian fight. Like they're like trying to grapple his ass and there's like i think three amazonians on horseback he just grabs the fucking rope and like throws them over to the other side i'm like god damn um in addition to all the other madness he does but that yeah i thought he was a much better character in this movie as well in addition to i'm like i mentioned the flash and, and cyborg and whatnot um How did you feel? Here's something that I want to talk about. How did you feel about the? Uh, How did you feel about the song choices in this movie? Because while I didn't, I didn't, I don't hate them, but some of them felt weird to me. Yeah, some of them felt a little weird. Like, uh, like Wonder Woman's in the little. Uh, chime every time she does something like the little the little like in the background the noise is a little bit is a little distracting at times for me the the amazonian uh, chime you mean yeah 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 the little the little hymn going on in the back just yeah just because they overdo it just a tiny bit a little like, bit I, yeah 
Uh, it's it's pretty bit. dope the first couple times it happens, and then like it was like every time she showed up, it happens. <laughs> it was like okay. to me, it was kind of like to me, it was more of like I'd rather hear Wonder Woman's theme instead of that. You know? Yes, yes, I'd rather. I'd rather. I'd rather hear just which we which we did get mm-hmm. at some at certain points, but I'm just like I'd rather just hear that from the start, you know, because I'm just because it's first of all we're we're used to hearing that right for Wonder Woman. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, the little Amazonian stuff was, I think, was completely new to this movie, right? I think so. I don't remember hearing that in any of the other ones. I mean, it could it could have been a thing in '84, but I don't remember. Anyway, um, yeah, I, and then I'm just so used to hearing her theme that I'm just like, it's so good, it's so it's incredible. I I I could I could listen to that doing anything. That thing oh so yeah, man! Like I told you, I was gonna do my laundry to it, like. <laughs> yeah, because man. it just make me feel badass while doing my laundry. It's so good. I could listen to that theme doing whatever, man. It's incredible. But uh, yeah, no, I agree with you on the little the little hymns and chimes and stuff. Yeah, that that was kind of weird. I kind of mean, I kind of mean though, like when there when there would be like a scene going on, and then like just random music would start playing in the background, like like uh, well, one th- I will say one thing that kind of got me as well. Uh. That was just a to me. It was weird. Was really early on the Aquaman when he goes back into the ocean, and then all of a sudden he's got a, a choir of ladies back there, and then she like picks up his sweater and, and she like sniffs it. I'm just like, yeah, that's like what? Straight like huh, that's a little. Although, <laughs> although you know what though, that's strange. But like, let's be real, man. There's there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of thirsty women out there in the world that would, have, <laughs> that would absolutely sniff Jason Momoa's shirt. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's true. It's true, but it just struck me as like really odd to put in the movie. What I thought was weird is why is this dude taking his shirt off when it's already wet? Like either like <laughs> either either don't wear a shirt or just keep it on because it's already wet, dude. Like what like what are you trying to do? There's like, a few I, scenes where it's like here's Jason Momoa taking his shirt off. Of course, again. of course, they, of course they have to do that for him, you know, because they're like yeah, yeah, like, they, they got to do that. You got to you know, show it off. Yeah, I mean these guys work out. And 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 stay in shape for uh you know, for you know however long amount of time. Of course you have to show off. You have to show them off, right? But like, <laughs> it's just like, it's just stuff like that. I'm like, why are you like either wear a shirt or don't, dude? Like, why? <laughs> like it's already wet. What are you? What are you? What are you taking it off for? Why are you putting one on in again? Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's just funny. Like I I I don't really have an issue with it, but I just think it's just hilarious. No, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, I th- it's, I it's thought hilarious. the singing on the on the thing was strange. Yeah, know, a little bit. Like because it like they don't like mention why they yeah. just start doing then, it. Like <laughs> yeah, and then and then yeah, there's the Baba brings up a good point. Like the uh fucking after he walks out the bar and he's like, oh, you know, get the whiskey on that guy's tab. You know, he like drinks it. And then he like just like litters into the ocean. Like he just like slams <laughs> the bottle into the water. Like you're talking, you're saying the water dude is okay with littering in the ocean. Like, okay, all right, I guess. <laughs> Unless he's like, oh, we're gonna use this to you we're gonna use this glass to fucking make something in Atlantis or whatever. I doubt it. That was just a little weird. Um, I feel like I was watching some. I was watching some reactions to, the, and they mentioned that him throwing the whiskey bottle in the ocean. Yeah. But I feel like in the reaction they were like, "Don't they use glass to like 
in certain parts uh, of the of the ocean for like it, it's not as bad as like something like plastic or something like that but i have no fucking clue i don't know how any of it works yeah i don't know man it's just, it's just weird when he's like taking i'm not shirt educated and, on it and, and grabbing the <laughs> bottle of whiskey and just throwing him back into the water and like uh the aquaman stuff again i think aquaman had like the weakest like character stuff in this movie but he's just there to know. kind of be a a body and like do some cool shit occasionally he doesn't yeah. really have that much of a as much of a story as like the other characters do but i think no. that's because this is technically before he gets his own movie. yeah uh, so i think that's like the biggest attractor to it yeah yeah of course and, and i mean and now and obviously now we know that he has it's not a big deal but yeah but if we're just talking strictly about this movie on its own, he has the for me the weakest story of out of all of the Justice League. Um, but what's that, what song choices bothered you, Daniel? I'm not very good with remembering no, I, the music. I'm, I I mean I can't give you like an example from off the top of my head. I'm just I'm just gotcha. meaning like like um like the things we touched a, on already. It's a long movie. Like there's a lot of there's several instances happens but i'm just saying like there were certain scenes where like like i don't like the one where like barry yeah saves that iris one, that and, one and, is and, strange. Like, and, and just like random well just like random music starts playing in the background you're like like okay like i, I guess but i mean like i don't know it's just, to me it just it's just kind of weird but that's just me though man i don't know well it's weird in that they they like have just they just had this staring contest right she's wrecked mm -hmm. He's saving her. He's still staring at her. This music's going on. He grabs a hot dog. Like it's all, like the music choice is is it's a little it's a little strange. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. Um Speaking of Barry, let's talk about the end scene here. Where, yes. where they fail to <clears throat> You know, prevent the mother boxes from killing them all, and you know, you you literally see Superman melt away, and you see everybody else die, and then Barry's the last one standing, and you know, reality is getting dissipated, and you know, he's 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 got to run, Barry, run. You know, mm -hmm. you got to fix everything because you're so you got to break the rule, man. You got to mm -hmm. break the rule, and you got to listen to your dad in your head, and you have to, you know, be your own man, and you know, so on and so forth. So Barry has to fix everything, which I thought was pretty cool. I remember seeing that scene in the trailer, and I'm like, "Yo, what the hell is this all?" Because that wasn't in the original movie. No, all all Barry does in the original movie is he saves some random Russians that are driving <laughs> around, which is such a fucking waste. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad they actually let him do some Flash esque things in this one. They let him kind of be the 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 hero. Yeah, he, he gets them, ultimately like people are like, oh, so when Superman comes in, you know, nothing else matters because he he fucks. They still fail with him, you know. Barry is the one that has to save the day ultimately because you know they fail and everybody dies and everything goes to shit. So he has to run and you know make everything back into normal because. And know, out of they, all the heroes, Barry, the Flash, and this movie he's kind of like almost like the audience in a way it's like he's the one with the least amount of experience he's mm -hmm. still kind of learning to be a hero he even says like superman was my hero at one point during this uh movie um 
so he's still kind of like got that new. I'm a little bit of an amateur and need experience being yeah. this hero thing, and it kind of yeah. gives him the moment where it's like he gets to rise up and become that hero that he he is. Um, so I really did enjoy that. He's kind of like he's also the one that kind of he gets. I'm not gonna say he gets punked on a little bit, but a lot of shit kind of happens to him uh, where he gets injured quite a few times. Oh yeah, um, he's like, I can't, I gotta, I gotta heal my, and then my he's thigh like, or my 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 waist or my. my he's like, I got the, I got the wind knocked out of me, and I'm like, he sure isn't a lot of pain for somebody that gets the wind knocked out of him. He's like got like a big giant gash in his side, like fuck me. Well, well uh, yeah, because he's he's trying to. I, the way I took that is like he's just letting them know that he's like. Obviously, we know that he took a big hit, <laughs> but he's letting—he's just letting them know that he's, he's still all right, and you know, yeah. he's not trying. They're already dealing with other shit. He's trying not to worry him, and he's—you know—he's he's still trying to let them know that he's still good to go with what they're trying to do. But, Which, to me, also kind of yeah. speaks a little bit to him still kind of becoming the the hero he's meant to be. Like he's—he's he's having a lot of pain and and like stuff like that, and they kind of show it off a, yeah. a bit. So he's the one that kind yeah. of gets injured the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does, but he's fine, so he can heal. But him. but I I don't I don't hate it at all. I think it I think it fits perfectly. Um, Honestly, like watching him do all this flash shit in this movie makes me kind of excited to watch the Flash movie whenever that's coming out. Yeah, whenever we get that, it'll be pretty interesting. Whenever we get that, I'm I'm pretty excited for that now because that was really cool watching him do all that crazy Flash stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. And like I still think his running is goofy because he kind of like waddles around when he runs. It, stuff. it does look a little strange. It's a little goofy. I the way that I kind of see it, the way that I kind of think of it is like he's still like kind of new to being the Flash. Like like you say, he's he's like the he's the fr he's the freshest one at all of them, right? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the way I take that. But I don't know his his run is just really goofy. Um. Uh, but yeah, I mean. It it does definitely make me excited for the flash for the flash movie. Like I yes. I want it. I want to see that. Uh, so yeah, um, like he gets his moment to shine and rewinds time and you get this cool shot of like Superman's arm and bone and flesh and blood and muscle and all that kind of being, being restored. Yeah. Yeah. Which is trippy. Uh and it, it happens again with Cyborg and you see his face and like his bone what little bone he has because he's mostly cyborg but yeah. you know I, but that is such a cool moment and i'm glad it lets barry get to kind of be the hero there like it's, it's gives him gives him more to do gives him be the the main hero other than the, other than the theatrical version where he's like just save this random russian family in this truck They're like what what <laughs> that makes him just so stupid what what, <laughs> what? Like like a fucking uh like what's his name from uh GTA? What? Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> Fuck. I I hated that part. I remember that part. I remember that part from Theatrical Cut and I hate Oh uh, man. Yeah. Basically literally every aspect of the theatrical version was improved, like immensely. Mm -hmm. So much more. Like I I had to like go back on my letterbox and rate the theatrical version worse because of now having seen this one. Like it was already bad, but I'm like, yo, this the rating that I gave this it needs to go low. And then I obviously I rated the new the this new version, you know, significantly higher. But anyway, um, yeah, man. So this whole thing is like six parts plus an epilogue, right? Yeah. And we've kind of been skimming through them all here. 
Um, I'm trying to think, is there like anything else that we had like that we want to talk about that we haven't? Because I mean, again, six parts plus an epilogue, there's a lot to talk about here. And we've yeah. kind of been skimming through it here and there. And like to be hundred percent, this is what always happens to me. It's just all there's I always forget to bring up something. And it isn't until we're done that I'm like, shit, I should have brought that up. But I, I, I'm trying to like. Uh, Jeremy Irons' his outfit is great. As oh always. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeremy Irons' outfit was fantastic when he's like working on the gauntlet, and Diana's like, "Oh, you should, you should make a lasso and make it black too." You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was yeah. great. Um, that was really good. There's some cool um, dialogue about uh, Atlanteans and and Amazonians fighting each other, having oh war. yeah, them have them um, not liking each other, yeah. But it's all like little 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 stuffs. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, let's talk about. I I almost forgot. You, so there's like some scenes where like they take place in the future, where yeah. we have like dark side, uh, killing like all these in Superman, like killing all these people. Like you see, like at one point you see a destroyed Hall of Justice with a dead Kilowog. And like Superman holding Batman's cowl, and like there's all this like ominous, like crazy shit that could happen, you know, in the future, you know, like visions and whatnot. That like, like at one point you see Darkseid with his eye lasers shooting out, and they're like, you know, they do the cool zigzag thing that they do, and like you see a dead Wonder Woman with like her eyes covered, and she's like this on a fucking, you know, being roasted and whatnot, and like. All that like crazy like that and like the nightmare stuff. I I'm just I want to see I want to know more about that because I'm like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty dope shit, man. And then uh, uh, speaking of the, speaking of the Hall of Justice, yeah, we get to see them uh, set up the Hall of Justice at the end of the movie. You know, you have Diana and Bruce, and they're like, oh, he, there's a big old room. You can set the table right there for six, but more room for more, and you know, that was really cool. Uh, yeah, man, I just, I, I definitely, I, I, I just want them to continue this so we can see what comes after, you know. Yeah, I do too. I really, I really, really want to see what comes after this. And again, WB, if you're if you're watching this, you can you can absolutely do this. Okay, mm-hmm. you can you can restore the Snyderverse and then continue the Batman and you know whatever else you want to do, but mm-hmm. please. Please let us have the Snyderverse continue. I want to see more Henry Cavill Superman. I want to see more Henry Cavill Superman, 100%. Like, you can't just... He wants to do it. Don't do not do him dirty like that. Don't do us dirty like that, but you need to portray the character. Um, I, Shit, I'd love to see a fucking Ben Affleck return as Batman, and I want to see him and Destro go at it, dude. Like, that would be cool. Um, it's not like you can't have multiple Batman. I mean, shit, you're having two Batman in the fucking Flash movie. You're having Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck in that one. So come on. So Ben Affleck is still portraying the character at least for at least one more movie. But come on, man, you can still have him be around. Don't 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 do that. Um, but yeah, I just I just want to see this. I want to see the Snyderverse continue, man. It's great. I, I, I like to. And honestly, like especially after watching the Snyder cut. Like it, 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 I mentioned that at the beginning, or or when we we're talking about the news or something, but like I, I have like such a void for DC stuff right now because we don't really have anything right now. Yeah. And watching the Snyder cut kind of like 
made me like it made me want to go back and rewatch BVS, and it also just like I want more DC stuff, man. Like like where DC, where are where are all your stuff, man? Like why don't you have a movie coming out this year? Where are you? Where are you? Yeah, I, I just I want more DC stuff, man. And like, what the hell, dude? I just want uh, I just want to see more more things. The the, the, the Snyder the, this this version got me more got me excited, dude. Again, DC stuff. So I just I wish we had more, but you know, we'll have to wait and see on that on that front. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What else do you want to talk about in the in Snyderverse? Man, I don't know what else. Uh, or Snyderverse in the in the uh, Snyder Cut. My bad. I don't know what else to really uh, talk well, about. Well, we we can we much. can wrap it up there, man. I mean, that's. Um, I think I'll, again, there's gonna be some stuff we missed. I apologize if you do. You can hit us up, and we'll I'll, I'll be more than glad to talk to you about it if you're interested. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just dude, there's it's a four hour movie. The uh, the theatrical version was only two hours, so you know it's a. Little bit of there's a lot of added content that was not in the uh, in the previous theatrical version, uh, and yeah, I can honestly say 100%. Um, WB, if you're listening, please continue the Snyderverse. Uh, I would, I, I'm, I'm here for it, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it, especially after this. Uh, I'm glad you guys uh, allowed and 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 let uh, and, and you know, decided to 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 continue with, with uh with this version and let, let Zach, you know, you know, complete his vision for this movie. Uh, I thought it was just a great thing to, to see. Um, I really enjoyed it. This makes me very curious for the future. So please continue it and also make this version Canon and, and go send the, uh, the other uh, version, the theatrical one, send that one down to the pit of Carcoon. Uh send it to the Sarlacc pit. Cause we don't need that one anymore. Get get the theatrical version out of here. Send, send it, it to the down. Phantom Zone. Yeah, send it to the Phantom Zone, to the Sarlacc Pit, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to say. Get it out of here because we want the we're, we are here for the Zack Snyder version of Justice League. So please continue it. We'll be here for it. Let 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 the man's continue his vision, and uh, you know continue with the other movies you're doing too, like Flash and Aquaman too, and Shazam 2 and Black Adam complete that movie, you know, because you guys have been working on that one forever. But um yeah, man. I just I want to see this continue because this left a lot of uh, cliffhangers here at the end, man. We we now know that Deathstroke knows Bruce is or Batman is Bruce because of Lex. Um the nightmare stuff I would like to see continued and you know all the I want to see I actually want to see Darkseid in a movie now, you know. Like he wasn't this one, but like he wasn't the main bad guy, you know. I want to see him be the main villain eventually. Um, um, but yeah, I again, again, just you know, bring bring the people back, man. Bring bring everybody who needs to be back, like uh, Ray Fisher as Cyborg, and you know, Henry as Superman, and and all that stuff. Ben Ben as Batman. Bring bring him bring him back, man. We we got to run this shit back. We. We already know that like Gal Gadot is, isn't going anywhere as Diana, but, you know. Two of these others are, are a little bit unknown, but I just that is that's I think that's the last thing I like to say is just not having seen having seen the the the, the Snyder cut, I want this to continue. So 
if anyone out there with you know is listening then yes i would like to see uh this continue and also while we're at it let's get the david ayer cut of suicide squad right because i mean i'm sure that's better than the uh than the original too right i wouldn't mind seeing the uh the, the, the ayer cut um but anyway that's all i wanted to say i i, I thoroughly enjoyed the snyder cut i thought it was immensely immensely better than the theatrical version i will never again i mean i've only seen it once but i'm never ever going to be watching the theatrical version ever again. snyder uh the snyder cut is the only way to go from here on out um yeah i mean i'll probably end up watching it again at some point but um yeah i mean i i, I liked it i enjoyed it very much so yeah that's yeah. I think I think that's it, man. We're we're going we're going to wrap it up here. Okay. The only thing I want to tack on the the Daniel's request is a John Stewart Green Lantern, please, because <laughs> like that is my lantern. That's who I grew up with, man. In in the Justice League cartoons and Justice League Unlimited and that that, that I, I get people love Hal Jordan. That's cool and all, but John Stewart was my guy. All right, like that was my lantern. And uh, he's the one that I liked. And uh, in closing on the Snyder Cut is I like the Snyder Cut. I hope we get, much like Daniel, I want I want it to kind of continue and see what comes next, if, if, if anything at all. It'd be kind of cool. Um, uh, but other than that, let's say our goodbyes. Daniel, you are up. Hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Thank you, everybody, for watching this ep- or listening watching and listening to this episode of the clockwork canteen episode 67 Zack snyder's justice league uh we'll be back next week uh thank you everybody it's been uh been a fun one thank you for listening uh i'm always down to talk dc so definitely uh definitely hit me up if you want to talk some of that uh i'm excited for uh uh what's to come uh like i said uh earlier we uh, i'm working on stream so that's currently what we're doing i'll be playing that tomorrow uh, so check that out on the, on the links here on the side, and um, yeah, I recently watched the Godzilla movie, so I'm 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 hype and I'm ready for Godzilla versus Kong, baby. Let's fucking go. That's gonna be in about a week and a couple days from now, so I'm pretty hype about that one as well. Um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. We'll uh, you know stay tuned. Um, I'm gonna be uh, trying out some. Uh, ketchup chips live on stream tomorrow so taste testing <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of taste testing for you guys tomorrow so stay tuned <laughs> for that that's gonna be a whole lot of fun but yeah thank you uh thank you everybody for for joining that's gonna be it for now i appreciate you all peace out bye bye farewell hi guys uh, appreciate you all sorry the sun's in my face appreciate you all for checking out today's episode of the clockwork cantina we always have a good time doing the show we've we've done it almost two years now at this point um so uh look forward to uh continuing that with my good buddy daniel here one of my absolute best friends and you guys in the chat as well um uh the show is available on spotify as well as uh on uh, rss.com slash podcast just uh google the old clockwork cantina and we'll come right up for you um, if you want the audio version of this here show coming up on this week, just keep an eye out. I might do a stream. I might not. 
you know, I've, I don't have any real plans at the moment uh, other than, you know, just the usual, keep an eye out. You never know when I'll pop on or whatever. Uh, make sure to follow us all on Twitter, join the Discords, all that cool stuff. Follow the channel if you like what we've talked about here today over at twitch.tv slash josh902. Follow Daniel over at twitch.tv slash dtiii. And we will catch you next time. Bye-bye now, everybody.